0: Hi, it's Dave and Jamie. Um, We're going to be covering the last episode of the last book, and I actually genuinely feel a bit sad about it. Yeah, Um, we got here. We got here. We're covering Void Stalker by Aaron dembski Balden. So this is part three of the opening trilogy. Um, And yeah, like I said, I feel genuinely a bit gutted to be finishing it. It's um, it is really good. Like rereading them again and again, and even today, like on the train to work and back, just. Piling through it looking for notes. Yeah, just like, going through the notes. Yeah. I well like this book. It's really annoying. Um, and for me, actually, this book is the best out of all three. To be yeah, fair. yeah. It's the densest. It's like the most meaty in content. It's the most. Um, I don't know what it is about it. It's really paced. Like, you don't get a break. No. Every time it dials down a bit, something fucking happens to make it go back up to 10. It's like really relentless.
1: And I feel like the other two books sort of. They both sort of start and ended with them in the sort of the same situation a little yeah, bit. Yeah, But yeah, this yeah. book is well, we'll go into it. But this is yeah, it's yeah. pretty
0: pretty nuts. Um, so uh, if, if you're new to the podcast, a go back to episode one because you're listening to these out of sync. Um, we've covered the last two books of the trilogy, so just go find the first two. It all makes sense. Um, you can find us on Instagram. On uh, just search the Great Rift Podcast. Same for Facebook, or if you want to contact us, best way is by email on the Great Rift inbox at gmail.com. Um, we're also on Twitter. What's our Twitter handle? I think it's at the underscore Great Rift. Yeah, so we're, we're trying hard to be active on all, and do you know what? It's it's starting to um, get some traction. Like We've got a couple of people that have really reached out, and it's been quite cool. Um, yeah, yeah, Sweet. So, uh, shout out to Tony, who, what did he say to you? It was like, oh, is he just reading the books? But he stopped listening to the episode to go and read.
1: He's like, he reads, he follows us, and then when he catches up with the book and then listens to us and catches up, it's it's really cool. Which,
0: for me, is like, it makes it all feel really worth it. I mean, it's a pleasure doing this anyway, but when people are turning around saying, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go read that book now. Because, like, this is cool. Makes me feel like this is all really exciting. We're actually, like, opening people's fucking minds. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Go and enjoy the so books. that's Tony Mayer. Um, a guy called Tom Hall reached out on, um, I think it was on Instagram.
1: Yeah, he messaged us. He said he, he had, he's he been out of the hobby for, like, 20 years, and he's just got back into it, and he's never read Soul Hunter. And I think he enjoyed an episode and sort of, Got them hungry for more.
0: Yeah, again, like it, Black Library, if you're listening, we've we've found a new way of tapping into people. At least got you two extra books, <laughs> yeah, so. We made you like twenty quid. Give us a shout. Um So that's Tom Hall. Uh, nice to meet Tom. Um, our pal Ed, Ed Stepney from BWC, who's actually what a road away from you in Worthing. Yeah, he's like your actual neighbour. Um Lovely, lovely guy. Uh, as he's known as Lamenta Ed sometimes uh, because he collects lamenters, and they generally don't perform for him on the tabletop most of the time. He's I a feel bit he, unlucky. I feel they're playing their role. But he knows <laughs> Renny Jess thing. It's a beautiful yeah, army. Yeah. Um, it is.
1: Really, really nicely painted.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, uh, off the back of us doing the first episode, and I'm not sure if we ever told anyone we didn't actually um, tell the other BWCers. I mean, Jamie kind of kept this as a secret little side project to see if it would work. I mean, yeah, we always, you always so there's spit no all the stuff, don't you? And yeah. never come to fruition, yeah. so it's nice to... And yeah, off the back of the first episode, it made our pal Ed go and buy the book he'd not read it, which I think again, fucking cool. Uh, It's really nice to see, even though he's a good friend. To see what we're doing is like making people get hungry to go and read shit, which is just awesome. I
1: feel everyone needs a bit of Talos in their life.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and of course, of course, you actually just first claw, just just a bit of first claw in your life um they're like the cast of friends but worse <laughs> yeah <laughs> friends murder people yeah, yeah, yeah. um and finally chris Kay, who's shouted out on twitter who's a lovely guy um, part of the core hammer crew um bumped into him in uh, warhammer world i actually forgot to mention that last episode last time i was up there bumped into him watched his son uh smash the crap out of him which is always what you want to see on a tabletop um so yeah shout out to chris um and also i think
1: there's a guy called adam chandler as well part of the core hammer group so <laughs> yeah, i'm just yeah, trying to, we're yeah. trying to get us, everyone listens to us yeah
0: no it's really nice to get this like proper yeah people just shouting out and talking to us which is exactly what we want it's engaging and fun for me like, yeah i really enjoy it
1: and adam's a really good painter like, his stuff's like beautiful so it's always good to yeah. get some nice feedback from people who yeah, are in
0: the yeah, hobby yeah absolutely or... um so we're keen to get feedback on social media and how it operates for me yeah, we've got a hobby one for our BWC, which is about like gaming and, and look at this cool stuff we painted. But for me, the, the, this great riff podcast, it's a space to talk about the stuff that inspires off the back of these books. That's what I really like. Yeah, so yeah definitely. Go check out our Instagram page. Jamie was looking around and found a really amazing um oh, what's his name? Uh, not Macarian, Macarian, the dreadnought. Oh, it's so beautiful. Go check that out. Someone has actually made it and like put on the full bronze face paint of like you know the marine like the, the, the standing the helmets, on the yeah. helmet and holding the helmet like fully decked it out with green stuff and it's it's not painted in that image it's a whip like you can you can go and look at it like fully unrealized before it's painted it just looks like a masterpiece like i can't imagine having that patience to go yeah there, but i think
1: it was a guy, at knock Eye studios maybe yeah I think a guy. We'll check it. it is on the instagram yeah. go
0: check it out very cool very very cool piece of work um And then that brings us on to giveaways. So we started a competition just to see if people would be up for free stuff and no one's done that. So as much as they like talking to us, they don't want free stuff. So um, we'll see how that goes. The idea being I was just going to paint up a raptor I've had lying around. Years ago, I bought a set to turn one into a character and, you know, get leftover models. I started painting one as a night lord and no one seems to want it. So fuck all of (laughs) y'all. I'm just... I'm going to paint it and we'll see, you know, if I finish it, we'll do it again. Like, maybe we could we'll do a recap. We'll some of... other stuff in. Yeah, mate, you know, I, I was thinking, this is me thinking out loud, I haven't covered this with Jamie, but maybe we could cover some of the other Night Lords stuff in another episode where we just, like, look around. Well,
1: and... I've got a book in mind. It's a bit, maybe a bit more recent, but it's that Red type which is Night Lords versus... Yes,
0: the Car Yeah. Space Sharks. And I've
1: got Caradon kicking around as well. I Fucking could chuck
0: in. Street Sharks to Space Sharks. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that'd be cool, actually. Maybe maybe we put my Night Lord and your Carcaridon up for a. Something. We'll, we'll do a yeah. think or something. We'll think of something. But we want to, you know, people have been really cool and reached out. We just want to give something back that, you know, is just nice and fun. Like, I just yeah, think it's yeah. cool. Um, what else is there? Oh, right. So, structure of this episode. So, before we start, um, we've found a bit of a rhythm in the last two episodes where we've split ourselves into part A and part B. Part A is when we go and cover the characters. You know, we kind of keep that bit as spoiler-free as possible, mm-hmm. where we talk about oh, who's the cast, little tidbits about them, you know, trying not to give too much away. And then we will pa- We always pause for a song break, and then part B will go into the spoilerific, The meat. The meat, the narrative, talking about, like, A to Z, what happened in that story. But, as a caveat there, <laughs> this episode, what we found when we were rereading Book 3, Stalker, is that actually... There are so few new characters, they don't even have much screen time, like the ones that do yeah. come in, so they're not really worth us spending a lot of time on. Yeah,
1: they would be listing minor characters. Yeah,
0: and they are minor, like yeah. they'll have like, you know, two pages total, like throughout the book, so I guess that in a way is a good thing for us, because we always want to try and keep this podcast lean and easy for people to listen to without feeling like they're listening to, you know, yeah. a bible being read back to front. Um, so we've decided we're going to just basically stick with covering the narrative over the next what, hour and a half, probably. Yeah,
1: and as we were saying at the start, there's a lot of stuff in this podcast, in it's this, meeting. in
0: this story what that's, me.
1: there's no like, side, there's not a lot of side stories either, It pretty much it's the main
0: cast all the way through non-stop, doing, non-stop, yeah. heartbeat all the time, like it's so, pretty full on. Um, I guess, sorry, I'm just going to open a beer. Um, I guess we're, <laughs> that's like the perfect, <laughs> and then we begin. Um... <laughs> with anything else i think we've covered off most of the do you want to go right. to the hobby a bit, oh, of hobby. bit mean, of hobby bit of hobby um actually been quite quiet like i've been painting a lot of death but i've not played a game that sounds I'm, really metal i know we've paid paid a lot of death, death. yeah <laughs> um i'm playing with uh scott and dan tomorrow night at Dark Sphere in just near waterloo um but i haven't actually played since the last recording i've just been painting age of sigmar mm-hmm. uh, what about you
1: Again, probably not a lot of uh, playing. Did some painting. Yeah, I've done a few... Ugh, I think I've finally finished off like, the fucking Skitari Infantry. Yeah.
0: And then went and bought some more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I went and bought for- the Forge
1: Bane box. That, which for so those Armager knights. So, yeah. So sick. That's what I'm going to...
0: Yeah, you know, they get a lot of flack online, but I really like them. I mean, they've been getting a lot of flack, but a shit tonne of people have bought them. So. Yeah. What I find really interesting is... yeah, uh, you know, We won't spend too long on this, but what I really found interesting was... People losing their shit online without all the information. You know, it's like a nerd rage when people are like, it's a Lord of War? Bullshit! Like, yeah. absolutely losing it. It's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. You can take three as a single choice. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. That's three Lords of War. That's nasty. Like, I mean,
1: they're pretty good. I yeah. mean, you will kill it. Yeah, but. But they, they will do a shit ton of damage to you. And well, they're fast. Just
0: 14 inches move. 14 inches move. They've got assault weapons, which means they can move, it's move like twelve, move again, or, yeah. and then fire their gun. Like they, and it's a melt weapon. So if they're in half range, they're getting crazy range on those guns from turn one. It's an alpha strike thing in yeah. my head. It's a, oh, they've got a Spartan oh U three whack forward and just wipe it out. Yeah. Like, they're really they they have a space. And then, I think it's a space that that, that from looking and knowing. Uh, Mechanicum a little bit yeah it's like, what they are lacking they're sure. lacking that like aggressive punch straight away yeah like, Mechanicum
1: is you've got the um, Iron Striders which are good but I mean they're not as punch they're not shooty anyway and they're not that punchy they can be but
0: I saw something really funny online the other day I think it's the Iron Strider someone called it um, a, uh, a cross between a HR Geiger Gimp <laughs> suit and uh, Imperial Chicken Walker yeah it is they yeah. look like they've just been sort of merged like <laughs> <laughs>
1: And this looks uh, the, the new Armageddon Knight is like the offspring of that Ironstrider and the Knight. So yeah, like those two got it on and yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Of yeah. popped out. But it's it's a cool it's a cool looking thing. It's
0: really nice to build. I'm um, looking forward to painting them up. Yeah. So uh, and that's hobby time for us, it's been quite quiet for me. Like I said, gaming tomorrow. Can't wait actually. Uh, so shout out to Dan and Scott. They're my boys. Um, been playing with them for a very long time. Um, Dan especially. Um, he's been a friend since school and he's just moved back from Holland. So the London crews slowly getting bigger which is cool because i've had to travel back to brighton or go up to nottingham to get games in recently um not not been going to um hate in hackney much recently um just sort of died off a little bit for me so Mm. so yeah it's nice to have a gang sort of appearing um so hopefully i'll be able to talk more about hobby in the next episode um I guess for me, that, that's it really. Should we jump straight into the story? Yeah, let's just get into it. Um, do you want to do any sort of pre-ramble? How did we leave the last book? What happened at the very end? Oh man, that is a good question. <sighs> that's a really good question. Um, a ship exploded. Yeah, yes, that's it. We lost yeah, the Covenant. I know, oh, are they in the Covenant? Hang on, which ship are they no, on now? they're in the Echo of Damnation. They're on the Echo of Damnation now. Yeah, we they... Lost, we lost the Exalted and the Covenant. Yeah, so, yeah. Loads of people died. Loads um, of lovely characters died, like um, Hound. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, buddy. Um, so, yeah, now they've basically... So, the prologue, but what should we go straight into that? The prologue, yeah, where so are we?
1: They're on, so they're on the Echo of Damnation, right? So they've lost the Covenant, lost Exalted. Talos is now basically the leader of the crew.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's got a few more Night Lords from Book 1. He's, he's
0: got a bit more of a gang going, yeah. but... I think it, I think if I'm correctly, he has like 84 marines or something yeah. like that. Which you know, that's few more Raptors. That's, that's basically a Space Marine chapter. Like yeah. he's got, he's become a chapter master essentially. It's got like 30 Raptors or something. Yeah, anyway, he's so. he's doing all right. Um,
1: but I think so. I think we jump ahead. Well, okay, we're going to the prologue. Is like basically the last chapter of the book almost. Yeah, yeah, it's you're like right. a, you jump into it and you just end up with you see Talos is like in the rain, on a broken fortress. On his knees. On his knees. And he says, and um, a room, his sword is broken. It just says he stared at it, lying on the black stone, bathed in the downpour, silver and gold shining as clean as the day he stole it.
0: Yeah, snaps in half, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck. So, it, it, you know, we, we mentioned it in the previous episode, Talos is like his Primark, right? He has visions and shit. Mm-hmm. This is a vision. <laughs> yeah. And it's scary. It's... It's the end of the book, but at the beginning and uh, just calling it out now, it mentions all his brothers are dead and he's like pierced through the heart and he's bleeding out and he's battered. and
1: Yeah, we sort of, we got the hint this place. might happen in one of the, I think it's the epilogue of the first book, where there's a lot of visions of all of his brothers dying. Yeah. So we sort of get an inkling that maybe this is not like for the long run. And then in yeah. this prologue of this book, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, shit. It's all going to go wrong. Yeah. Um, so the prologue's really cool, actually. It's it's weird, and there's this cool bit where uh, uh, a ship appears, and and someone runs away from some gunfire, and we find out who that is later on. Yeah, it's, but... she's, I
1: think it is mentioned. He he says like an elder witch. So he's got so we the, again the elder the were walker. hinted. Yeah, yeah, the elder were hinted again in one of the previous books, and it, I think Talos. He says a bit. He starts laughing where Thunderhawk suddenly appears, and yeah. he find out that it's Octavia and, um, and Septimus. And So, it's got all this hint of like the situation they're in, and you're like, oh shit, how did this, how did they
0: get to this point? How did they get there? And then it jumps to chapter one um, with Talos awakening from a vision.
1: Or did he? Or did he? Yeah, it's
0: like a bit of inception going on. Yeah. Um, So, if I remember correctly, he awakes from his vision and he's on his he's on he's on the echo of damnation and he's walking around and there's no crew there's no marines there's nothing it's yeah, so, completely empty he wakes up like in like
1: mind splitting pain yeah. and he he gets hears a voice talking to him and it's for his box and his helmet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he thinks it's i think he thinks it's septimus talking to him yeah. so he's
0: like he walks out and he's like there's no one around He's like hmm. it's a silent silent ship
1: this is a bit fucking weird
0: yeah and he's on the uh the the deck yeah so he goes to
1: the, the Stratagem? Stratagem, Yeah, whatever
0: they call it, yeah. Which is where Reuven is chained up as a skeleton in yeah. the ceiling, right? So, yeah. at the end of the second book, they just sort of butcher Reuven. A- well, Talos just cuts him in half, like, shoulder to waist. <laughs> it's fucking brutal.
1: So, and there's an only nice description of the Echo Damnation as well. It's sort of like... It's very gothic, got like gargles carved into the ship. And it's like it said, the Night Lords have managed to breed some scholars with skill shown by the Emperor's children and the Blood Angels. Yeah. yeah. So even though they're a bunch of murdering... They take their art and crafts really seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. a beautiful ship. And then, yeah, in, this, in the middle of the stratagem, there's um, a skeleton hanging. And he, that's when he realises the voice is coming from that skeleton. Yep. And who is it? It's Reuven. It's Reuben. Reuben talking to him. Um, what's Reuven talking about? It's... So quite an interesting bit. It's all about how, what, like, it's sort of, it's sort of mocking Talos a little yeah, bit about yeah, yeah. What, what is he doing, you know? Yeah, he sort of, what's um, your purpose? Yeah. He talks about how, why are you doing this? The Eighth Legion has always been a bunch yeah. of murderers. Like, they just do it, I think, for, um, they just do it for they're just they just killing, not for some greater goal, not for some yeah, epic. they're just doing it because they enjoy they it. They want to do it. Yeah, you know? they're murderers.
0: They, they They get joy out of it.
1: I think it says that the Eighth Legion does not know why it fights. You can see the excuses to justify a lifetime lifetime of wasted hatred. The Legion fights because it's amusing and pleasurable to dominate the weaker. Yeah, souls. Yeah. I think that sort of sums up the Night Lords. And yeah, yeah, they one... just
0: and Talos is kind of disgusted by that, even yeah. though he's already clocked on. It's a dream. He knows he's not in the real world. He's like, oh fuck, Reuben's right. This is shit. Yeah. Like, why are we living this way?
1: And I think he's trying to he's trying to say to him that no, our Primarch had a had a reason. Yeah. He, He thought, and he sort of, I think it kind of works a little bit, that the Emperor's goal of, like, creating this empire was never going to work because humans, they're always, like, backstabbing, going to fight each other. Yeah. And he thought, for him, Kurz's way is the only way you can, like, actually control a human empire is through fear. Absolutely, yeah. He says that's why we were created to do mm-hmm. that, but he then he feels that like they were stabbed in the back. Cause... And they've lost their way, yeah. which
0: you know, Kers being letting himself be killed by an assassin was vindication to say, you know, you're proving you're you're proving me right. yeah. yeah, me. yeah. yeah. And I think Talos is having that realization that yes, they're all scumbags, but they're probably right as well. It's yeah, very clever. Um, so he's in his dream and. Uh, Riven warns him right like you shouldn't have come back here yeah yeah. you shouldn't have come back to the eastern fringe what are you doing here this is stupid um and then he wakes up yeah this is actually waking up yeah 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 and this Um, is a
1: bit of a shock because he he wakes up and he's chained to his um command throne yeah yeah. and then we we find out what's happened he's been out for 52 days so one of his (laughs) I think this is the long this is like, I mean, that's like, what's that? By
0: miles. He's normally out for, like, hours, hours. or a day. He's been out for 55 or whatever it is. Yeah, 52, 52 days. days. And
1: apparently up to that, like, in the first few days, he was just sort of raving, but he was, like, walking around and eventually, like, ran into the bowels of the ship. and Like, he killed two people. He killed two,
0: he killed, killed two Marines yeah. and, like, butchered, like, the crew. And what well, I really like is that found him. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other person that loses his mind <laughs> and, like, rampages through the crew found him and managed to sedate him enough yeah to... so they
1: chained him up into the thing yeah. yeah
0: and why did they chain him isn't it like you know, to have a presence essentially? yeah
1: the, so the crew were all talking about they think that house is dead yeah so they're all like you know rumors going around like oh no we're, we're doomed now because house is dead he's yeah. he's turned against us so they just sort of shove him in the throne like yeah. no, nah, he's still here like yeah he's um, having a vision all right don't worry
0: so he wakes up and remembers nothing of what we've just read in the prologue or or uh chapter one yeah, so he's, a, he's got no idea why is, he is where he is this is part of the
1: de- deterioration that we find from um, Vareil in the yeah. second book is that he's rejecting his gene seed and he's having like crazy visions that are causing him pain but he mm-hmm. can never remember them and it's getting yeah. worse now
0: yeah yeah, well. yeah yeah and he's actually raving and he's getting more physical with yeah, it yeah. and it's just all getting out of hand um, yeah and he's like where the fuck am I like I need water what the fuck's going on Vareil has like um, been Maintaining the body as best he can with like injections into yeah, his yeah. armor, and you know, even a marine has his limits. You know, they, yeah, they, they, they even a marine sitting still is going to wake up and feel it like <laughs> for that long. Um, so he's in a bit of pain, and he finally gets cut loose by might be Syrian, yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: and Syrian's like, calm mate. off, you go, get up. And they chat to him, and they're, um, so they're like, like, Where the fuck are we? and they're like, Well, where you told us yeah. to go, and he's like, Yeah, but. I don't remember any of that. Where are we? And do you know what? I'm never going to be able to pronounce it, so I think we should agree on a name. Um, it's too... Uh, it's pr- how is it spelled? Sargulasa? Sargulasa. I think it's a silent T. Yeah, so it's spelled T-S-A-G-U-A-L-S-A. It's probably a silent T. Sar- Sargulassa. Anyway, if any of you are listening, in, know it. <laughs> I wonder, those or get are the reference. people crying tell out enough. Like, yeah. oh my god! It's pronounced Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they they uh, they 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 at <laughs> And It turns out that this was we knew about this because there's flashbacks in run the previous. Yeah, one, this, this is where they the went. Night Lords made themselves a home for a very after long the fight. heresy. Yeah, they went yeah. to the
1: eastern fringe, and this is where they built like a fucking epic fort. I think it says that they it's like it took three, decades. Yeah, 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 like years and like thousands of slaves died to make it and it's like this epic fortress it's, yeah
0: think of a space marine fortress and then multiply it because a primate was in charge of it like it's
1: and this is the place that has like, that fucking weird like
0: cut. screaming gallery yeah the screening
1: gallery the like face carpet yeah fa- is... face
0: carpet which is just like beyond grim yeah like, it's just faces and it's kept... alive they're alive they're alive they're, they're, they're kept alive uh, by yeah. like
1: Mechanicum. oh great. Yeah, it's
0: great so grim um, so they're back on so they're back there are so um, orbiting it yeah and Talos is like, why the fuck have I brought us here? Yeah. I don't remember I had had anything. Reason, yeah, but. Uh, um, but when they left it, it was barren. Well, when they left it, it was being assaulted by the Ultramarines. But the planet was barren. They were the only lives on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the only lives on that planet. And it's worth mentioning. This is beyond the Emperor's light. The Emperor's light isn't exponential. It ceases yeah, yeah, to yeah. a point, and, and this it's is, beyond his light. Like is, it's like, not easy to reach. Princes, yeah. yeah, like you can't. Get there with safe warp travel. There's no lighthouse at the end mm-hmm. for, to guide, so um, it was relatively safe. Um, but when when they left it, and we'll get there later. Actually, it is mentioned in the last book. The Ultramarines smash the shit out of it, yeah, yeah and yeah. make them, you know, and all the Night Lords scatter. it's
1: where they become like sort of pirates. When yeah, it's off
0: the back of that. They're no longer a legion. They're a fractured warband. Um, okay. Yeah, the planet was uninhabited. Um, and, and they kind of
1: they kind of wanted. They like that, the Night Lords. There's a bit where they're saying it sort of represents their sort of failure and they want it kept like that. It's their place, their secret. They don't want anyone else
0: on there. Yeah, it's almost their shame. Like, you know, this is where we we were shamed. This is where our father died. Like, we're completely over this place. Um, So so they scan it, don't they, with um, Deltrian. Does he scan it?
1: Yeah, I I mean, yeah, someone does.
0: Someone scans a planet. They're like, yeah, it's populated. Not heavily, but it's populated. I mean, they're
1: not heavily. I mean, there's like millions, millions and of millions people. of people living
0: there. They're, leaving, they're living a shit existence. Yeah, we're getting to this bit about
1: yeah. about the, the place is described so well about how it gets populated. It's really nice little it, bit.
0: Very quickly, it reminded me of. Um, do you remember the Outlanders in the really shit Sylvester Stallone? Uh, Judge Dredd movie. <laughs> they yeah. live in the desert. Yeah, yeah. Beyond the wall, like Ooh, yeah. they. It kind of reminded me of that. But anyway, um, so they scan the planet. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" And anyway, Thanos gets up, and you know, I think he's just trying to sort himself out for a bit. Um, and Syrian, I, I believe, says like something's kind of happened while yeah, you were yeah. off, while you were dreaming. For yeah, a and bit. is like, okay, yeah. Exactly. What's going? Update me. What the fuck's going yeah. on? and He's like. Go and chat to Octavia.
1: Yeah, he's like, okay. He's like, fine. He's like, you might want to like... there's a bit like, kind of like, stay calm, mate. Don't... don't. Yeah, don't,
0: yeah. it's like, something's happened. Don't lose your shit, but go and find out about it. Uh, and so he goes to talk to Octavia and has a really wonderful heart-to-heart that lasts ages. And it's a really nice bit to read where he's just talking about life, really.
1: Yeah, it's really nice. There's a bit where he talks to him about... It's, it's like talking about the Legion in general. Because ha- like, Octavia can see there's some like, pain in Talos as well at this point. Yeah. Even when he's yeah. going through all this shit where he's, like, rejecting his GNC and he's, like, talking about... his Talos tells him about a legion and it's it, always been it's always been infected with murderers. And, like, mm. he says, like, you think me and Zal are bad. We're actually from not that bad an area. Yeah, the they planet. thought
0: they lived in a terrible part yeah. of the planet. Turns out they were in, like, the crop, cream of the crop part. Yeah. There was way worse drugs yeah, yeah, yeah. on their planet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and So they're having a lovely chat, and yeah, that's a nice chatting point. away, talking about the Legion, talking about Talos and his visions, and you get this real sense, and I've mentioned it in both previous episodes, Talos treats his slaves with a slightly different angle to how you imagine most. Yeah, yeah. There's a level of respect, <coughs> and that will come up later when I talk about the
1: ship. But it's also not just Talos, there's a bit where, I'm oh, yeah? talking about Makushin, um, he goes, oh, Makushin has been telling me... All about,
0: about Sevatar. Yeah, and it's really nice because yeah. it says
1: makushin has been like we have got it in the second book where he's been like writing down the history of the legion. Mm-hmm. So it's like we all know Makushin's from like the high echelons of society. Yeah, yeah, he was from that like yeah. a
0: king world kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and he's
1: been writing down. He says he doesn't believe Sevatar's dead, which is yeah. like a really nice little. Like can tell me more. Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: um, so yeah, and then Talos is we got to remember Talos's body is fucked. Space means train. All day, every day, when they're not fighting, yeah. their bodies peak constantly, and he's very drained. You know, you know that feeling if you like do a bit of exercise for the first time in ages, and your legs just burn. That kind of like that's how I imagine his whole body was. Yeah, like he's woken up and he's got that lactic acid thing going on, and he's, Plus retired, he's like he's hung hungry. Over. Yeah, he's basically massively hungover. His brain is fucked, and suddenly he hears two heartbeats, and he's like, I think he just says like. Oh, I'm so stupid. Yeah, yeah. So she's gone in there knowing, oh my god, he's gonna find out, and thinking, shit, I've got away with it. He's not noticed, and then he realizes she's pregnant, and the next scene is just he just um, walk, he
1: just turns around and like walks out, doesn't he? He maybe? just
0: walks out and doesn't say a word, and she realizes, oh fuck, and then it cuts to the next chapter, and it's just Se- it's Septimus, and he just goes, um, uh, but he just looks like a knock
1: on the door, and, he just, and the he just, door the, just opens, and he's just like, oh hi, no, but yeah. no, um, Septimus knows that he's yeah, like as he's, soon as he, he sees him at the door, he's like. Shit. Yeah, it literally
0: just says, Septimus realised as soon as the door opened, he was probably going to die. Oh, yeah. And Talos beats him with an inch of his life. Like, And he does it in a really scary, but almost like when a teacher tells you off. A teacher you like. Yeah. And they scold you and you're like, oh fuck, I've really fucked up. He, he like, you, like, backhands him, knocks teeth out, picks him ribs. up and throws yeah. him into yeah. the wall repeatedly. And Septimus does something he'd never done before. Reached for his holstered yeah, pistol. Yeah, yeah. And and Talos just grabs it and crushes it and laughs in his face. And he's um, like,
1: I told you one one thing not to one do. Rule. One thing. One not... rule. Yeah.
0: There was one rule when she joined, you do not touch her. Yeah, do not fuck with her. Yeah, and so Literally. yeah, and he realises he's fucked up. And what's really funny is Talos throws him on the ground, you know, picks him up, throws him again, puts his foot on his back and he's not even putting much weight but this is a like nine foot, yeah. heavily armoured dude. He's like crushing all of his ribs and uh, Septimus in... In Nostraman just says eat shit. <laughs> he's like, I've, and in his head he's just saying, he's just thinking, I haven't begged once. I'm not starting now. Yeah, yeah. Like fuck you. Um, and Talos lets him live, and it's like again, I'm going back to the thing. He likes these guys. Like he likes his slaves. He values them, but he does say to him, touch her again. Yeah, that's your life. I'll skin you alive, and I'll leave. I'll keep you alive as long as possible. That is it. And then he leaves, and like it all kind of goes. You, you just think, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, that's that's restraint. That yeah, but he's like, restraint. he's like,
1: because like, I could have literally just killed, walked in and punched you, and you would have been dead.
0: Mm. So I've had to like restrain myself. Yeah, he's obviously slapping him around very lightly. Yeah, flicking him. Yeah, <laughs> like a space between backhanding an all person would just take their head off. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, that leads us to. Um, so then we get to the main bit where he's
1: and then he dresses he's a bit more alive you know Got he's a bit more back into it but he's in like a constant bit he's in like incredible pain he's like
0: I mean yeah, yeah. constant, constant pain you can feel it behind his eye it's like yeah. pure pressure and that came up in the last uh, book right where uh, uh, Varial mentions to him like that bit in your brain is pushing so hard, eventually your eye is just going to pop out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you've really got to be careful.
1: So then he starts addressing, I think he says his 81, he addresses his 80, he's got 81 space marines that could make um,
0: seven claws. Yeah, he wants to restructure them. Yeah. Because they're all very fragmented um, and he, he says something along the lines of, I don't give a shit who's in charge of each one, sort it out yourself. Yeah.
1: If you want to, if you want to have a murder duel, then Zal is, you fight Zal, yeah. So they're all fight...
0: like, yeah. He's like, oh, how do we restructure it, guys? And they go, oh, we should have, we should have duels to decide, like, yeah. kill the one who's left. And he's like, uh, sorry, kill the one that is challenging your right to rule. And he's like, there's not enough of us to do that. But if anyone does want to fight for the right, you can fight Zarl. Yeah. And Zarl just standing there in his fucking cool helmet, and his big chain <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, all right, just oh, kicking nothing. Really, really. All right, we'll work it out. Which I
1: thought was fucking yeah. hilarious. There's a nice few named ones as well. There's a Zeverine, He's got a chain glaive as well. Oven, which interestingly is one that's named in the first book where he pictures dying and getting a new
0: gauntlet from.
1: Oh, so yeah. there was a little bit of like, oh, maybe house legends are not always completely true. Yeah. Because Faroven's still alive at this
0: point. Yeah, yeah that's a really good point. Um, so he explains what's going on as well, right? That um, there's a planet that they're on... Uh, sorry, that there's inhabited by humans. What are we going to do about it?
1: Yeah, and, and it sort so, of
0: gets them all sort of riled up and like... It's like, this is our fucking planet. Yeah. Like, let's go reeve it of life. <laughs> <laughs> and of everyone's life. just like, oh, yeah, rubbing their hands like, oh, this is going to be Itching for someone
1: to butcher something. Yeah, yeah,
0: like, and they know it's like very under-heavily armoured. There's no... I think they work out there's no real standing army, let alone Imperial Guard or Marines or anything. It's just loads of people. I kind of imagined it on how like um what is it called? Haley's something or other out of uh, Aliens, the place that oh, they yeah, inhabit. I yeah. imagine it like that but dusty desert. Like fucking just boring. Yeah, it's like black,
1: so it's like covered in black sand basically. Yeah. And there's like so okay we we'll we can go into this bit now. It's literally after the so it's, but it's it's called um so we go into a bit where we find that the population they call it Dakana mm. and we find out that they were sent off they were like, I kind of see like you know people in the Mayflower to America. Yeah, they're in like yeah. a fleet
0: and they trying. They to... kind of don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and they're meant yeah. to
1: find. I think they're, they're trying to find somewhere else basically. Yeah, they sort
0: of... it's what the Imperium does, right? It just yeah. sends out and goes populates a the planet. They run out of resources. Let's go somewhere else. Yeah.
1: So they send off. They go and they go through some warp storms and they end up here. Yeah. The literally
0: edge of nowhere. And they know ship. nothing about it. Yeah, and they and
1: they think it's this place called Dakana, so they start calling it Dakana, and. The whole place made out of the ships. Yeah. So, like, bulkheads are used yeah, yeah. for towns, like, the
0: iron and, like... They've dismantled the ship that they landed on yeah. the planet to turn it into a city, which is depressing because it tells you there's no resources. Yeah. They've got no choice. <laughs> and it's...
1: it's Yeah, there's, a, like, the, the lead... You get a bit with leaders in the, like, sort of the conning tower of the, one of the ships, and he's yeah. sort of high up. But yeah, yeah. everywhere, it's this total shit that, like running off old generators like the first settlers are sort of held in reverence for like you know
0: it's kind of like the pioneers yeah yeah absolutely um so they're there and we meet uh the arc arc region
1: yes i think yeah
0: yeah who is the leader of the city sanctuary i think yeah. it's called. um and he's just you know He's old by their standard of life, but he's only in his 50s. Yeah, I think so. So, it's like, a... the way of life is poor. Like, yeah, they really talk poor. about it,
1: yeah, they talk about it, like, all, he talks about all his pains, his aches, he's had his life, like then he goes, but I'm only 50.
0: Yeah, it's fucking depressing. Yeah. Like, I'd rather not be there, really. I
1: yeah. think one of the quotes is, like, um, there's such a difference between living and simply being, and they yeah. are just simply being.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we get to the planet and they're um, what they're doing, it, it, it's them just trying to communicate with a bunch of, so it's the, the leader of the Sanctuary is trying to communicate with a bunch of, uh, they, they had a name, they're like people that go out and fix telecommunication poles. Yeah,
1: so it's uh, different outcrops of civilization, and they're trying to, like, the communication between them is so, like, scatty.
0: Like they don't have the internet, no. they don't have anything, they've like got WhatsApp. no reason, yeah. Yeah, so they, they, they communicate over, like, telecom, you know, like, wire, basically, um, and it's really... There's really bad storms as well, isn't yeah. there, on the planet, so they're sort
1: of having really trouble, and then the guy communicates, and he's like, oh, I'm fixing one of the masts. Yeah. And then suddenly he's, like, cracking, and he's like, oh, cool, and then they hear, like, static. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, are you okay? And he's like... And then he starts speaking, and then suddenly you just hear...
0: You hear a, a thud sound, yeah. and, and the arc is like, what was that? Yeah. And he's like, tell me that was static. Yeah, yeah they're static. And then he puts the receiver down, goes away to make a drink very quickly. And then the beeper noise comes back on to pick up the receiver. And I actually p- earmarked the quote because it's fucking amazing. Yeah. So bear in mind, this is an arc region who we forgot to mention, they've had no contact really with the outside yes, world. Yeah, yeah. They're so far away. I think in his life in charge, so I'm going to guess 30 years maybe of looking after everyone as arc region, he's had one astropathic message. Which made no sense to anyone. Yeah. And one contact from a Space Marine strike cruiser who yeah. just asked, "How are you?" And the Space Marine was like, "We, you're under our protectorate. Bye." Like, yeah.
1: I don't know. It was like I mean it was also one. Wasn't there like a mechanic turned up and he's like, "What is this place?" It's like and the client's like, "Okay, cataloged Yeah, he's just
0: literally there to fill in a book yeah. and then leave. Um. So the the beeper thing comes back on, and he picks it up to start a conversation with like, "Oh, glad to know you're all okay." And immediately it becomes uh, a quote comes out of it. Um, you should never have settled on this world. Our shame is our secret to keep. so Segoulisa, however we're pronouncing it, will be clawed clean of life once more. Hide in your cities, mortals. Lock your doors, reach for your weapons, and wait until you hear us howl. Tonight we come for you. And I just read that and I thought, fuck! I wish I was Whoa. a fucking... <laughs> I wish I was a nightmare sometimes. Like... They, I love this whole like. I'm a big fan of Raven Guard, right? Raven Guard are kind of they get compared where they yeah, do this yeah. like reconnaissance behind the you know background stabby stabby. Night Lords will call it out up front and then do it. I love this yeah, like yeah, yeah. we want you to piss yourself yeah, before yeah. we find you. It's Brutal, like so scary. So they call them out straight away, like we've come for you. Yeah, like it's so good.
1: So they've gone. So basically, the Knights are all gone and get gone down to like strip the world of this, but. There's a, nice, there's a nice little scene before that. Well, it's the scene in that in that area mm. where all the night lords are like, yeah, oh, like getting armour, getting ready, like getting you know, up, like chest, chest beating, like. Yeah. And Zarl's like, this is fucking pathetic. We're going to kill like a bunch of weak humans with yeah, no yeah. army, and then there's this whole bit where like Talos is or like, oh, they argue, yeah, They're there's arguing.
0: a massive argument, yeah, yeah, like squaring up to each other, like in, 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 behind the scenes actually. I don't think, I think Zarl pulls him to one side, like. You shouldn't have said that. We shouldn't yeah. be doing this. This is stupid. What are we doing?
1: Yeah, and Talos is in this, is in this really weird state where he's like. Constantly. It's like he's
0: literally woken up. Yeah, yeah. Like he's literally woken up and gone. I'm a fucking chaos warlord of a legion. What am yeah, I doing?
1: Yeah. And he he says to him, "It's like when he's in, during the speech. He's like, I can feel it. Like I can to speak of these flaws is like lancing a boil. I already feel the poison bleeding from me. Mm-hmm. So he's like talking about their shame, want to get rid of it. And so yeah. was like. Since it's just fucking pathetic and he and he keeps saying to him, It is not enough
0: Yeah. It is not enough well, I'm sick of living this life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We stand in the dust of our failures for centuries.
0: Yeah. It's not enough <laughs> It's what I like in this scene is he's being held back by the entirety of the rest of First Corps. Yeah. So like Syria, Mercutian, uh, and it us they're all holding Talos back and he's so enraged. He's still managing to square up to Zal to yeah. say like this is not enough, we need to do more and I I and earmarked another quote which yeah. I really liked, where um, he's like, Why, Zar's like, why the fuck are we doing this, this planet? Like, I enjoy it as much as anyone else, but it's a waste of our time. Yeah. And he just says, um, You know, I want to cleave this world of life. He says, I will cast a shadow across this world. I will burn every man, woman, and child. So the smoke from the funeral prize eclipses the sun. With the dust that remains, I will take the, effort, the echo of dam- damnation into the sacred skies above terror and rain the ash of 20 million mortals down onto the Emperor's palace. Then they will remember us. Then they remember the legion they once feared. He's just like, I'm fucking a night lord. Yeah. Fear me. It's so good. It's a
1: little bit like the opposite of what the Exalted is. Like. Also just like raiding, mm. getting a bit here and there, sort of surviving, oh. doing a bit. It sounds like, I've had enough. Right, I'm going if we die, we die, but I'm going to do it in fucking style. Yeah, I'm going to butcher so people. Good. So yeah. It's so good. He basically he wants terror to remember
0: because I mean all these legions are sort of in myth to a lot of people. They are. They are, you know, you see it a lot in other books. Um uh, even um, what was Marek. Marek, yeah, from yeah. from the last book he's like what's a legionnaire? Like yeah. even space marines are mythology, like let alone traitor marines. They're just completely unknown. See? It's... He wants to be remembered for living a worthy life, and I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, so that's,
1: it's, that's sort, of, sort of... And then he starts bleeding from like his ear or something, doesn't he? And it's, like, yeah, he's so angry, like, he just le- starts bleeding. They're all like looking at him like, mate, you all right?
0: Yeah, and Varane's like, we need to check that out. And he's like, later. Yeah. I'm doing this first. Um, so that leads us on to probably what I think is the grossest bit of the, any of the books. The chapter's actually called... A pure war, <laughs> yeah. Which, like, when you think of that in the terms of military conflicts, a pure war is when there's minimal um, civilian casualties and a lot of people surrender. That's that's deemed yeah. a pure war. Yeah, I guess you like the night all... lord's take on it is the absolute opposite. And it,
1: yeah, is it maybe a pure war? Is like this is a fair war, like this yeah. is just, and then yeah. like, this is like this is not
0: just. Yeah, so <laughs> the night lord's a pure war is what happens next. Um, and what I really like about this chapter is we get. Uh, I think it is Virile Syrian, Uzas, and Mercutium. We get a quick little, what, like hundred words.
1: Yeah. It's almost like
0: a tiny, tiny little short story
1: of yeah. each person
0: in the chapter of what they're doing when they land on the planet. And again, like we mentioned earlier, like there's no, uh, they haven't snuck in and done this. They've just called it out, watched the town, watched the city panic and start running around like crazy. Yeah, they've got like. And they no just walk through to, the middle of them. Yeah, yeah. They're just walking through the town, just doing what they like
1: anti air. Yeah, there's no like. There's not even any tanks. There's, there's, there's like a few Laz pistols that yeah. are like, already, like probably 100 years old. Yeah.
0: And, like, so, so, um, what does Mercutian do? He, lands. I like.
1: It's a really nice bit. It's like a bit like Batman. He's like. There's a whole little story about this old guy, isn't there? Yeah. And he's like an old, um, member of their militia and he, he sees everyone fleeing. Yeah. He's like, like, What's
0: going on out here? Yeah. And
1: he comes out with his lasped or against the flow of the crown. He's like, Right, oh I'm gone I'll have... take him
0: on, I'll yeah. save the day.
1: And he just looks up and there's Makushin like on the roof, just like, silhouetted
0: by the moon and it's yeah. like
1: and the guy starts having a heart attack. <laughs> Makushin just looks at me like in because of his like enhanced hearing he's like, You're having a heart attack. You're having
0: a heart attack. Um good thing you're dying now because yeah. you're gonna uh, lucky for you you're gonna miss the skinning pits. pits. Which is brutal. Um and you'll find out more about those later. So um, this is um
1: ADB doing his whole like little it, he's done it for all the books where like introducing like this minor character he gives him a whole backstory. And it's really short and sharp. Yeah. And then and you like, get oh it. cool character.
0: And the guy literally just dies. Yeah. Just dies. <laughs> but gets away. Oh, I think he does get skinned. Macushim probably takes all of his skin, I can't remember, but yeah, pretty brutal, pretty horrible. Yeah. Um yeah it does, yeah, I just found the line. Leaving him long dead before Oh no, that's Varile, that's someone else. <laughs> I mean, there's skinning going on, yeah. is like, oh, There's so much skinning going on. <laughs> um, it's probably... The, the one after McCutcheon is probably the, the grimmest. And yeah. We both it's... talked about this, and it's just fucking horrible. Really, it's... It's just a little girl hiding under her sheets in her bed, and she can hear everyone outside. Her parents told her to stay in her room, and they've run away to try and find shelter, and just like, stay here, you'll be safe. And, um, and then she just hears her bedroom door open, and we can safely assume it's Syrian, because he says... Um, yeah, I, think, I yeah. see you under there said a voice in the room a low snarling voice with a crackle like a machine spirit come to life I see the heart of your little limbs I hear the beat of your little heart sorry I see the heat of your little limbs I hear the beat of your little heart I taste your fear and it is sweet indeed it's like this dude has fallen to slanesh so hard like he can taste yeah. it he's like getting he's getting a boner over about to fucking and murder it, a child like and its fuck. it's
1: a good character choice in terms of this because Tyrion's always one that does all the jokes he's a little bit light hearted in the situations yeah. he does all the back and forth and then he suddenly gets to the scene where he's happily
0: killing a child he, hiding he's and relishing it he can't wait to do it it's horrible
1: I think he goes I think he does say like oh it'll be quick or something I think mean, he's not like gonna, I don't think he skins her but like he's I wouldn't
0: be surprised if he does I, think... I mean they do I mean Talos mentions it in one book he's oh, like I, he's like uh, what is it he says it's what's haver. he's like Octavia I've skinned children in front of their parents like I'm yeah, not maybe, I'm not off yeah. of this like uh, another one we see is Virile which I thought was the coolest in my opinion Virile is walking down a high street or something with a body a skinned corpse skewered on each shoulder pad <laughs> yeah. with another like four or five corpses hooked through the spine on chains hanging from his back and he's just walking through the city shooting his bolt pistol at people. <laughs> like, this guy isn't even a night lord and he's the biggest night lord of them all. It's yeah. horrible. Um, and then, Uzaz. You think, do Uzaz, you do the honours. It's uh, yeah. Is this
1: the one where they... People are desperate to oh, yeah, the so, yeah, yeah. So they're in the bunker. They've all got these bunkers made out of parts of the ship and they're all trying to... This is where they go in an emergency, basically.
0: Yeah, they're like uh, World War II bunkers. They go and hide from the storm. So they all rushing in
1: and it's locked. And like, sort of battering the door. And it's like this whole story about the guy in the front. And he's like, oh, people are pushing me, squashing me against the door. Let me in, let me in. I know yeah. there's space in there. Yeah. So then the door opens. And he's like, oh, thank God, thank God. And he stumbles two feet and falls on his hands and knees because people are pushing him. And it's just yeah, it's a- Inches of blood. Blood, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like, he like, starts panicking. And they, but people are still pushing him forward. And then yeah. he just sees him from the shadow out. Is I think um, I think out of a mound of
0: bodies. Bodies, yeah. His yeah. yeah. Zaza sort of pops up. And he's butchered everyone inside. And now he just opens the doors, He's waiting, over him. yeah, and he just screams like blood for the blood of god, and just runs at them, and that's it. So we get this nice little insight of those four, you know, the the slightly less. I mean, they're all main characters, but for me, it's like this nice little split, right? We've got our Talos, and we've got Zyl. They're like the leaders. If Talos was to die in an alternate universe, Zal probably would have picked up the man's leadership out of all of them. I mean, no one's going to challenge him. So. Yeah, so. They're off doing something else, whereas you've got the other four characters just loving life. Like, yeah. doing exactly what they want to be doing. So, that leads me on. What are Talos and uh, Zal up to?
1: Yeah, so they go to the... What's her name? The Ark
0: region. Ark region.
1: So, they basically, like, repel drop from a Thunderhawk through this... Then the they reg- shoot
0: with their bolt guns as they fall yeah. down. It's like really action, man. Like
1: so, the Arch Regent is in like his office sort of thing, which it's is like made out of an like observation dome from one of the ships. So it's yeah, like yeah.
0: thick, big, high up thing. Yeah, yeah. In
1: glass, thick glass. And they just sort of shoot it, land on it, land straight into his office.
0: And I think one of his attendants is. But then they both throw their weapons. They land and just oh yeah, Talos. I mean, he throws his sword, and Zal throws his fucking chain at A guy, yeah, just butcher the Arch Regent's too. Defenders, like, immediately, without, from a mile away, which I thought was disgusting.
1: Yeah. And, it sort of had, and they sort of talked to the Zardine about why they're here, basically.
0: Yeah, they, they just get a backstory, like, uh, we built this empire, you belong to us, You're like, whatever you think you do, yeah. your life is mine, I can do whatever I fucking yeah. want.
1: I think he says, like, we're going to, like, every, one, every one, in a high, one in ten is going to go to the skinning pits, basically. Yeah, yeah. And he's, I don't think he's... The is probably not going to kill him, but he basically. You
0: better fucking work with me, otherwise, I will skin you alive and still make you work with me. But then, so this is Talos and Zal standing there swaggering around, having a go at this guy. And then they both get a (laughs) in their, their ear, and it's something's not quite right.
1: Yeah, and at the point, the outreach and the point's going. The protects him. Protects him. Yeah, he, he keeps then. saying it. And so, um, Taz turns to him and goes, "Sometimes like, he does. Sometimes he occasionally does." Yeah, sometimes, yeah. He, he, does. Yeah, sometimes so, he
0: does. And then so they have to like basically repel back up into the. Good, like, "Pick us back up. We need to get back." To we the need ship. to get back to the ship. Um So everyone's mid blood orgy. You know, and I'm not saying this, Laneshi, but they're they're in the middle of fucking everyone up yeah. and they all have to emergency evacuate out of the city to get back up to the echo of damnation and why is that well
1: there seems to be a sneaky other chapter who've somehow we find out later have caught caught them on the bit of the jump and is now attacking the echo of damnation yeah
0: so it turns out that octavia so we actually forgot to mention it yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things Octavia tells Talos is when she um, warp jumped into the system just before he woke back up, she felt like she was. Uh, that someone was watching her. Yeah, something yeah. or someone was. she felt like a disturbance in the force kind of thing. I bet she didn't really think anything of it because that's warp probably warp quite demon, normal. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's quite normal when you spend all your time on a cursed ship. Turns out that Zal or, oh no, I think it's Syrian, works out that it's a warp beacon. Warp beacon. That someone has set up a warp beacon and it's made someone go. Yeah, cool. Oh, that's that planet's being attacked. Let's go help them. Um, and yeah, they think it's Space Marines, which you don't want on an undefended ship. <laughs> no. They've already had that happen to them in Book One. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think, and there's a bit where they sort of sort of get back on the Echo Damnation And Taus has goes has perfect timing as another one of his visions. Oh, he's on blackened. Yeah. And he's Thunderhawk. And he goes thirteenth um, legion. He just he just sees like ultramarines and stuff. Yeah, he sees
0: he's like he sees ultramarines and then he says and he says like blood red armor yeah. or something. Thirteenth legion, blood red armor, and so I was like, for fuck's sake! Yeah, perfect timing. It's like, brilliant. Um, and then he blacks out. Wow, yeah. Um, and then it just cuts. I, I thought it was done really well because there's there's a lot to be said when you don't write something. I mm-hmm. think in a book and um, we don't see and hear or know what's going on, so we're shoved right into Talos's point of view in the sense that. It cuts the you know the chapter ends next chapter starts and it starts with Talos waking up.
1: Yeah, and I wrote right here that like, there's a bit where Talos it mentions like when Macarian was uh, being awakened in the book one where he's like hearing fire, and he wakes wakes up, he, and he's like oh I heard Bolters. Well Talos does has the similar thing where and he saw, laughs. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like,
0: like well, I'm waking up to fire. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought it was really sweet, you know, he would just beaten the living shit out of, of yeah. Septimus. Septimus is still there, overwatching him. He's he's guarding him. He's, Talos has been restrained on Blackhand just for safety yeah. and Septimus is standing there watching guard. It's just like, I mean, we find out who's on the ship but you ain't going to do shit with two lads pistols <laughs> yeah. but it's nice that you try. Um, and he just sort of hands him his sword <sighs> and his bolt Off to... you go, my lord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and Talos immediately is like, right, first claw, I'm on my way. And he just hits like
1: utter carnage utter the carnage
0: months. other people being like oh is that Talos he's awake thank fuck like yeah. all the other claws like do you want to come help us <laughs> yeah. um, and he gets a sit rep essentially en route like what the fuck's going on and they're like yeah, it's, it's space marines. We're being boarded by a hundred space marines. Yeah, it's the Genesis chaps. Yeah, it's the fucking Genesis chapter. Which, uh, whenever I think of that name, I think of, <laughs> I, I think of Genesis, like, yeah, I think of the band. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. Think of fucking Phil Collins. Um, yeah, I just can't help it. They're great bands. Um, Genesis chapter. Weird enough, um, me and our friend James were talking about them yesterday. That yeah, I'm they're agree. actually because I don't. I, so, if you listeners out there, I've got the Dark Millennium box set. I've got all the Space Marines, the primary ship from that set, completely unpainted in a box. Like, they're just... They're unmade. Don't know what to do them. And I really like painting red, but I don't want Blood Angels. So, I was flirting with Genesis chapter, and I forgot they're in this book. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And so, now I'm even more like, ooh. And there's a nice like cool. blurb
1: about them in the um, Space Marine codex about...
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're the first... They were the first primogenitor. Yeah. So, they were the first, like... Uh, successor chapter of the the Ultramarines.
1: When old Bobby G came back, they're the first ones to go back to Ultima and 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 Nealton. Yeah,
0: yeah. and I think if I remember in the code, we saw it yesterday, it says, like, they're made of all the veterans, the best veterans of the Horus Heresy. So they're, like, really tied to Ultramarines. And I love Ultramarines, but I don't want to paint blue. Boring. (laughs) If you're going to paint blue, it's going to be Night Lords. So... (laughs) But anyway, off on a tangent. Uh, so, Thanos is running through the ship, and it's almost comical. He's running so fast, he's not paying attention to the sound, and he just runs straight into the middle of a corridor firefight. Yeah. And bit... gets winged immediately. Uh,
1: so, at this point, yeah, First Claw are, like, getting absolutely battered. I think they're split into groups. So, mm-hmm. Zal and virile are somewhere else. Fighting they're protecting the flank. Frank, and they're, like, fucking pissed because the wrapped, bleeding eyes have, like, Left them open. Yeah, the beating eyes have run away. Yeah, There's,
0: just like all night lords do. They've gone. This is too intense. We're out of here.
1: Which comes into play later on, but yeah. we'll get to that bit. So, and then it's Syrian and Mekushian in a fucking corridor. Mekushian with his heavy bolt, like yeah. So
0: Talos <laughs> runs into this corridor, gets hit in the head immediately. Yeah. luckily he's wearing his helmet. And it knocks him flat on his ass, and he just looks up. And, he, he's a bit, and dazed. yeah, Makushin's yeah. standing over him with heavy bolts, like yeah. get the fuck up. Yeah, boop, 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 so Makushin's literally got his legs over him, just unloading yeah. a heavy bolter down the corridor at a tax squad, I guess. Um, and they're they're efficient. They mention them being so efficient in what they're doing. They're like persecuting corridor by corridor really well. Um, and Makushin's like. If we stay here, we are dead. And Syrian's like, oh yeah, we're gonna die here. That's um, a really cool bit where Syrian's like firing and he
1: to reload he's got Gladius in one hand, he's firing with the other. And to reload, he chucks the Gladius in the air, grabs a magazine, reloads and catches, and catches it, it again. It. Yeah.
0: Oh or, or, <laughs> like it's like two seconds,
1: he's like
0: ding like, yeah. like oh my god, you're cool.
1: And then when um, they're firing from the ceiling, Yazaz just falls from the ceiling fighting
0: like a space marine from like the air ducks, he just like falls on the floor. Yeah, and do you know it's a blessing in disguise for first claw because it, it breaks up a, it breaks the firefight because yeah. the um the, the Genesis chaps marines won't fire while their brother is there alive and he's got his he falls from the ceiling with his hands around his throat and everyone's like, Well what the fuck? Yeah. And he's just like just trying to choke this guy out. I just I just think, like, timing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just really comical like he just blundered into the middle of a firefight falling how God knows how far from the ceiling. And uh, he stands up, and as soon as he stands up, all of First Claw just open fire on yeah, the Marine yeah. on the ground. Smash that guy to death. Um, and that just makes the Genesis chapter go, cool, we can fire now. And they all just unload in like absolute precision. And it says really funnily, for the first time in a very long time, just made the right decision to run, run away <laughs> from danger. And he legs it to get into cover with First Claw. And they have
1: cool. this firefight, and then suddenly... They notice that the um, they're gonna they're gonna be charged and sort of the fire the other, um, Genesis chapter sort of sort of slow down their firing rate and yeah. so they look around the corner when there's like less fire and they're like oh and I think Talos yeah.
0: goes well at least we'll be killed by a hero yeah it's like uh, so um, where is it oh McCue <laughs> curses and says oh hell he looks dangerous yeah and even Talos goes oh. and then uh, I think Syrian <laughs> firing from his uh bolter up at his cheek, laughing as he replies At least we'll all be killed Could by be a hero. hero. <laughs> um as because then we find out
1: this fucking massive beefy yeah. guy called
0: yeah, um Tolmion. Tolmian Sarilan, champion of the third company. He is I'll give a brief description. He's a Terminator armour clad cap well, champion, sorry, armed with an ornate throbbing Thunderhammer. Whoa, oh. oh, throbbing Thunderhammer. And a storm shield. Um, No battle brother has bested him in a duel in four decades. You picked up on some nice stuff earlier when we were chatting about um, his background. Like, why he's a champion.
1: Yeah, so I think he, he basically could have been promoted to a captain. Many times. Many times over. He's Basically, yeah, as you say not being beaten, but he basically just wants to murder, and he doesn't want—he doesn't basically want that leadership role. Yeah. He wants to be in the middle of the fight, yeah. taking it to the enemies of the emperor.
0: Yeah, and do you know what's really interesting is, like, on the tabletop, we all know how to kill these things pretty quick, but when you see it in like this setting, you know, ships are fairly cramped and confined. He's got a thunder hammer and a storm a shield, shield. Yeah. and all they've got is. Bolt guns. They don't have. No one seems to sh- fucking carry anything else other <laughs> than bolt guns, which do fuck all. They do fuck yeah. all to this armor. Um, so yeah, what happens next?
1: So I think actually we get some. We get. You we get that background, and then it cuts to um, Deltrian.
0: Oh yeah, Deltrian. He's roaming yeah. around outside, right?
1: Yeah. So basically, he's gone out because the shields have gone down, and that's how the um, space marines have got on the ship. Yeah. And he's basically trying his damn hardest to get those shields back up. Mm-hmm, Therefore mm-hmm. they can't give them replace um they can't be bomb What well, he says the space marines won't bombard the ship while they've got space marines on there. Yeah. So they'll send reinforcements. Yeah. So he needs desperately hard to try and get those up. So he's out like walking around on the edge of the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a really cool bit where he's like, Oh, I'm gonna basically slow down all my bodily functions. He's basically
0: holding his breath, right? Yeah,
1: but through, but while his machine parts take over, yeah, there's so really cool. nice bit, and says so, <laughs> this whole whole bit where he's got like servitors and gun drones and stuff, and then I think before he goes out there, he basically he's in his room, yeah, and 10, ten Genesis chapter come in, and he just sets his like sets the servitors like it sets like he's a, not even paying attention to
0: them, yeah, yeah, he's trying to fix something in the engineering or something like that, and. They're set to murder, death, kill. Yeah. And they all run in the room and just get obliterated by, like, 30 servitors or something. Yeah, so the all thing is... heavy weapons. So at the end
1: of it, he just turns around and he's like, 39 servitors and 10 gun drones have died. But at least 10 space marines have died. And he's like... Hmm. Good odds. But he looks at his servitors and goes, hmm, that would not be optimal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is not optimal list building. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so, so that's where he basically goes out. And it, but there's a goes out and th- tries to fix the shield
0: yeah yeah so he's out there fixing the shield he's got his best mate with him uh, his favoured adept I can't, yeah, I can't nice. remember his name but it's, it's again Deltrian is this like soulless characterless
1: lacuna absolutus
0: yeah and then he does actually have a favourite someone he quite treasures
1: yeah I think he says it's like, <laughs> like he feels some emotions not because necessarily he likes him but he's actually quite good at his job and yeah, everything quite likes that that's him. how he tries to justify it <laughs> oh, yeah, to yeah.
0: the reader yeah yeah uh, so they're out there fixing that shit up and Yeah, and then it cuts back well,
1: and-, and there's a bit where he goes, um a space marine sort of pop up behind him. Oh, and he's like, Oh fuck,
0: someone needs to come reinforce Yes, yeah, so he's
1: like, First call, first call, coming up and then we cut to Le Corophus, and there's has been nice as they're scuttling across the roof, like to escape from the battle and he Le Corophus just stops and goes you carry on, I've got something to do and they're like, we'll be nice, like, oh no, we'll follow you master. No nah, yeah, nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. he's like, like now get out of here, yeah, yeah. go hide. And this is obviously another sort of aspect of the Coral that we didn't see in other books is that he he's quite smart actually and he's like, if I don't help the Adept, we're all fucked because we've got to get these shields
0: up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he, he's far gone in terms of becoming not a person anymore but yeah. he gets the loyalty and the pragmatism of a leader yeah. and I like him, he's got a smart head on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so he he goes up to Le Corifus, Um and then it cuts back to... So
1: then we cut back to the battle. First yeah, and yeah.
0: First Claw do... It's one of my favourite things, you know. You've got this hero of the Imperium with a massive shield and Terminator armour like marching at you, and First core like, Fuck this shit! And they just run at him. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, I'm out of bullets. I'm just going to run at this." It's a
1: bit here. like they sort of try and grab. One tries to grab the mm. shield and like
0: try and pull it away, and they the, run in a pack mentality. Yeah. They're and like, like <laughs> "Right, we can do this. we just need to be clever." Yeah. And like they run grab. The, I think his tries to grab the shield to pull it
1: off him, and Tollemans just sort of back swings and throws it against the wall. Yeah.
0: Tollemans. Uh, so they managed to very quickly take out the three remaining. Yeah, yeah. Marines around him. They're just standard tactical marines. Bear in mind, like these, the first Claw are like the chosen elite of this war band. Yeah. They're very good at what they do, uh, but Samilian, Samot, makes pretty short work of them, really. Yeah, so there's a whole bit where they basically takes them out one by one. Not doesn't kill them, but he like, completely. So, he swings his thunder hammer around his shield at, um, is it Mercutian? Yeah, it's like, and, like a, and it smashes his, his power, power pack, pack. Yeah, and he basically... just blows him across the room. Then he's powerless. so He's just lying there. Well, he can't him, move yeah. his armor. Um, and then Talos goes down next. I think it gets Talos, not unconscious. Yeah, Talos blocks one hit of his sword from the Thunderhammer, yeah. and it like cl- smashes it upwards. And this, the returning strike just smash. It's it's, it's like a glancing blow because the Elven on full power. Yeah. Uh, the the Thunderhammer is on full power, so it's a glancing blow, and it smashes him across the room. Um, and then we're left with Syrian, Syrian and Uzis. Yeah, and they both charge at him again, and. Syrian finds it really annoying because he realises Uzus has no understanding of pack mentality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So while Syrian's thinking we need to take his shield away we need to pull his shield away Uzus, instead of doing that is just trying to smash him in the face with his axe. <laughs> and he's like oh my god if I, why out of you is the last one left? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what happens next?
1: So I think so Yuzaz gets basically he gets knocked unconscious and Syrian is basically pinned against the wall and Tolman's like standing over him. And in for the whole battle I think Tolman's always like spouting, you know, loyalist space ring shit where he's like, oh, I fought the emperor and you are scum, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, you burn in hell, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. But I think Syrian then suddenly he starts to like he's like coughing up blood and he like sort of smirks and goes, oh, we're not soldiers. We're murderers first, last and always. Yeah, yeah. And then basically he sees who's coming from behind. He just
0: says, Tolman, look behind I you. Do. Yeah. Like and Tolman's like, I'm not gonna fall for that and then Actually, Zal. Uh, Zal is behind him. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, what I like is Zal doesn't jump him though. Zal is just like, yeah, this is a fight.
1: Yeah. And I think he's got he's got like a chain axe and his chain glaive yeah, in yeah. his hand and like dripping in blood from like other Genesis chapter marines and he's just like
0: twelves and rounds like cool. Yeah. There's a really good quote. I just want to quickly pick up if I can find it. But basically, yeah, they square off at each other and they realise that they're one and the same. Like. You know, he's a hero of Imperium, but um Zarl is a hero of the bad guys. <laughs> so they're, like, eyeing each other up, and, like, Tomean's got, like, you know, purity seals and gold etching across yeah. his armor. Zarl's got helmets, and he's holding Stealth. a helmet of one of yeah. his Genesis chapter guys. He's like, you're going to die just like this guy. Yeah. screaming. Yeah, screaming um, for mercy, yeah. Oh, where is it? There was... Uh, yeah, here, so Tolmian advanced, shield high and hammer at the ready. Make peace with your black hearted god, heretic. Tonight you will know the. Zal gave a distinctly annoyed snort. I've forgotten how much you hear is like the sound of your own voices. As Tolmian drew near, the Nightlord gripped his two chain blades in a single gauntlet. In the other hand, Zal caught the handle of Uz's damaged chain axe as he kicked it up from the deck. That is pure swagger. Yeah. Like, fuck this. Okay. Let's do this. Like. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I uh, really
1: liked nice it as well. Like Zell, like he told me he keeps spouting this shit, and <laughs> Zal's like, "Yes, yes, you said that before." It's like, <laughs> just shut
0: the fuck like, up, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, and it's just the most brutal. Like a whole, ch- I think it's pretty much a whole chapter. yeah
0: it, Well, it does cut away here. It ends on uh, Syrian saying um, he was the only one conscious. Yeah, to what he so He was. He'll never... He was like leaned up against the wall, half passed out. And he said he'd never seen a better, nor would he ever see a better fight. In yeah, he would like life. literally never forget it. Yeah, it was like the most incredible fight of his life. Um, but we do quickly cut back to Deltrian out on the ship. Yes, before yeah. the fight, um, and Deltrian has done what he needs to do. Right, he's got the void shields back up, but the Genesis Chapter attacking his buddy and Yeah, so like Horvius has got there yeah. and he's like butchered the Marines around Deltrian, and he's like just forget like forget him. We we need to go back into the hold and turn come on it Deltrian, on. we've got to get back inside. Yeah. And Deltrian's like, no, you, I need to save my friend. I was like, oh my god, you're like a soulless robot who's just in and gone. I can't let my friends out here.
1: Yeah, so Lecorifice is like this oh. huss and like fine, fine. And, and like just, just jet flies. Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, the Probably beauty of being outside right. Like
0: it, though, yeah, yeah, so like like Corius saves the day. He yeah. goes and gets the buddy, brings him back, and they get on the ship. And I think he's like I think Deltrin tries to say thank you and course is just pushing them in, like, just get in the fucking ship. Yeah. Like we need to leave. Um and then we cut to the fight, which is just brutal. Like so it cuts back and they've only been fighting for a couple of minutes, but they're both panting yeah. and knackered because they're like besting each other. I think he's
1: lost his shield, and I'm pretty sure Zarl's lost.
0: Zarl. Both of Zarl's weapons have no teeth, teeth left. Yeah, like they've they're gripping at nothing. They're not he's just batting against them. Um, I think it says that Zarl has lost all feeling in one arm because the hammers hit him hard enough that his his arm's dead. dead. Yeah. Like he needs, he's probably going to need a new arm. Um, yeah, uh, and what does Zarl do? He fight. He he sees um, Talos's sword. Yeah. So he does the old kick-up again and grabs that. So he's like, I'm not going to defeat him with, like, he's got... yeah He's he's got got Terminator armor on, I need something I can get through it. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, he goes to town on him with the sword. And, again, they're they're hitting each other. It's not like Zarl is bettering him. No. Zal's taking a hit from a Thunderhammer to get into his armor and try and wound him. And it's, yeah, they're they're battered. Both their armor pieces are falling off. And they get to a point where, you know, like you see it in boxing, if you get to like round nine and ten, where they only get a couple of punches in, and then they end up just leaning, leaning on each other. Yeah. They're basically doing that. They're both leaning on each other, just panting and like at the reserves of their energy, having just massacred loads of each other's men, already way beyond exhausted. Um And Zal go, Zal realizes, oh fuck this, and he's not got his helmet on anymore, has no, he? No, so he's
1: like. He's, yeah, he sees, like, a weakness in him because he's guy's wearing his helmet, still, yeah. and he thinks he's like, like I'm, I just need to do something drastic here.
0: Yeah, and he just headbutts him. <laughs> and it's... It's not just one.
1: It's not... And it's not just, like, a head... Like, he caves in his own head. Like, every time he goes, it's, this is Zah, and he's like, this is the most unbelievable pain I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. And he just headbutts his helmet, and the guy staggers back, and his head is, like, being caved in. And he goes, does it again. And he just keeps and doing again, it. And yeah, so the guy's, point. like... Helmet's so smashed he can't like see anymore, yeah.
0: And Zar basically can't even see anymore, yeah. He's just got a caved in, ruined face, yeah. And uh, and then he falls over, right? Like Zar basically collapses, yeah. So he's managed to like really hurt this terminated dude who can't see shit. Um. It falls back on his back, and he's lying there, and he just about grabs the sword yeah, as the Terminator. I presume
1: comes. is like I think he's like spouting some shit again as well. Yeah.
0: And just as he goes to swing the big thunder hammer down to finish off uh, Zarl, Zarl just <laughs> catches. He just gets him in the stomach with the with um, Talos's sword, but hacks along. Yeah, and he gets doused in all of Ptolemy's yeah. guts. Think it says, it like, all he pours out of his see body what on
1: him because he's, he's like smashed his head in. He, so just, he just feels, feels the slop on him. Yeah, yeah, he just feels it like hit armor, and he's like, once he feels that bite, he just like, uh, yeah, then, yeah, grr, yeah. Grr.
0: just hacks at him like a fucking loaf of bread, <laughs> and literally rips him across like the entire belly, and feels all of the intestines and organs flop onto him. Yeah. And realizes he's damaged there and it gives him that last bit of energy to get up. As he gets up, Ptolemy's like struggling for words, like um, for the emperor, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, what is it like to to shit with your emperor?" He's, <laughs> the last reserves of his strength, just, just cleans head. his head off, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, thank fuck!" And as he does that, the rest of First Corps are like trying to get up, and they're yeah. like, "What the fuck has happened here?" They're like, "Oh my God, Zal, what the fuck have you done?" Yeah, and Zal just like leans against the wall. And he's yeah. Like, think, oh, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. He's just like,
1: oh. They could just imagine be like, fuck, just pass me a beer or oh, something. Oh, <laughs> so tired. Yeah. Um, so, I think the he's is like tell like, um, we find out all the other crew are actually, they're, they're okay. I think, they're uh, all is like, he's st- he sort of staggers up on can walk around, but yeah, he's
0: yeah. got no power in his armor, so he's like, like, walking around slowly, but they're all Battered, but and he's getting he's basically getting um, info about that saying, Oh, Terran's got the
1: shields back up. We pretty much there might be some space. For he's yeah, there, we need to we'll, clean the decks, but, but we're, we're good. We're fine. And he's like, I've got a plan. Yeah. As he's like, Oh, let's get to the. Uh, we need to get to the strategy again. Yeah, yeah. I think Zarl's like.
0: Well, the yeah Talos is like um, we need to get we need to go back to the fucking the deck. Yeah. Um, and he says to Zal like, "Take the hammer, you earned it." Um, Zal puts his own helm back on place and clicks it in place and puts on like a private conversation to Talos and he just says, my brother, and Talos replies with, what is it? He goes, I regret arguing with before. It is no sin to wish for a life of meaning uh, or a way to win this war. Um, And he says, we'll speak of this later, brother, said Talos. Yes, he replied, later. Xar takes a single step closer, his head rubbed forward in a slow nod and his body followed in a boneless topple. He collapses into the Prophet's arms, utterly limp, his armor broadcasting the tuneless whine of a flat line signal. Yeah. Like, fucking horrible. Like...
1: I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was reading, like, at this point. Because after you read the whole of First Claw, you think they're dead anyway and they're all getting back up and you're yeah. like, oh, okay, Zarl's, like, you know, knackered. And then, actually, no. Zarl, Zarl
0: was operating on, like, bed for that yeah. entire fight. Like, he just managed to push himself through basically to save everyone. Yeah. Like... He used the last of his energy, probably for pride as well. Like, it does say in there, like he considers himself the best fighter in the Legion, bar one of the Adamantar, the yeah. um, Malik. Yeah. Yeah. So Malik is the only person that will ever beat me. Um, and he does it, he, he, he saves the day, but at a fucking horrible, horrible cost. We lose wow. Zarl, that is it, Zarl is gone. Brutal. I think on that note, should we take a mid episode break? We're about halfway On half that agree. cliffhanger, yeah. Yeah, on that cliffhanger of R.I.P. Zyle. We'll, um, we'll be right back. And we're back for part B. Hi. Um, so we're just going to jump straight in and carry on with Void Stalker. Um, so where we left off was Zarl just died, which is shit. Yeah, um, really shit. Really shit. He's my favourite character, so really sucks. But, as you see in a moment, it's not the last we actually see of him, really. No. In a way. You'll um, so, always be with us in our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need a new tattoo. Maybe I'll get Zarl. <laughs> I, you can't die on now without having a some kind of 40k tattoo. I've got to no. do it. Yeah. Um So we are now at the point where the Night Lords are cleaning their ship out, getting rid of the last of the Genesis Marines that are on it. Um, the ship's back up and running. Um, and First Claw are making their speedy way to the deck. Um, and they're actually dragging Zal's body. Yeah. like, dude, just leave it behind. He's like, nope, I'm taking it with me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he like props up against the um, the doorway or something and he like keep looking back at it. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah, it's like, like oh, God, he's, he's there. He's still dead. Um, so they, they storm onto the deck and uh, Talos is like, why are we not firing on that ship? And Syrian's like, do you not want to plunder it? That's kind of our thing, right? Yeah. We could disable it and go on there and kill the rest of the crew and then take what we need. And Talos is just like, nope, destroy it. I want revenge. This is our new way of life. Yeah, there's a bit where... Cleave them apart. So he gets... His
1: plan is basically the ship... Because the Genesis chapter's ships retreated back, basically, because they're not getting any transmission back from their chapters. So they're like, oh, okay, we'll hold hold off back, and these like, oh, it's typical, um, Codex to you know, that's or their standard typical... Standard tactics, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll hold off before they send reinforcements. So they've gone back to the moon. They're sort of, like, hiding behind the moon, basically. And I think, um... They're
0: so far away, they calculate pretty quickly that they'll probably never really be able to catch them up. Yeah. They'll have to, you know, every time they get closer, they'll be able to jump away from them. So, um...
1: Yeah, it has this is really. I forgot about that. Tarsus is this really cool little idea. Yeah. It's like, Octavia, can you jump our ship like
0: next to them? Basically, enter and exit the warp at the same time. Yeah, and she's like, "That's impossible." It's like, like you know, if I did that, I could end up like ten light years away easily. It's like, it's like I don't care, just do it. <laughs> it's like Octavia, just um, it's not a request. Yeah, <laughs> do it. And she, um, and she does. She does. She does it. Immediately jumps back out, throws up everywhere, and is violently ill. Yeah. But they're within arm's reach. Basically, um, I think. They'd be, in,
1: they'd be near them in like 10 hours,
0: basically. Yeah, which first ship flight is really, really close. Um, and there's a really good bit here where they're, they're, they're closing in on them and Talos is clearly getting quite like, right, I just fucking want them dead. And he starts thinking about his homeworld and how it exploded. Yeah. And he gets a bit inspired. So he tells the armsmen on the deck to load cyclonic missiles, which... Um, they're only used, in they're 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 only used in the most extreme of circumstances. They're world breakers. They don't even use them against other ships. They're designed to drill through a planet and make yeah, it explode. Yeah, yeah, And he turns to the armsman and he's like, "Load them, do it." And he, the the armsman turns around and goes, "My lord, we've only got four. Are you sure you want to do this?" Talos is like, "It's not a request. Do it." Yeah. As he goes to answer back again, Talos just up. grabs his face <laughs> and crushes it in his hands, lets him drop to the floor and bleed out, and turns around and just says. Um, do it.
1: Yeah, it turns to the next. One. Yeah,
0: and there's there's another really good quote where he starts it with "I'm trying to be reasonable here." Um, people are forgetting that like he's still human, right? He's just lost his quote-unquote best friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's he's trying to be calm. Um, and I mean, he's like, he knows
1: he's no like naval commander. Yeah, he
0: he 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 relegates all decisions to his trusted crew, and there's a really good quote. So he's just ripped this fucking armsman's face off really brutally just crushes it in his hands and he says i'm trying to be reasonable he said to the hundreds of watching crew members his box voice carried across the chamber in a guttural malign whisper i'm trying to end this battle so we might all return to our insignificant lives still wearing our skin around our souls i am not by nature a choleric creature i allow you to speak to advise but do not see my indulgence as weakness. When I order, you will obey. Please do not try my patience this night. You will regret it, as armed master Sujev is so aptly demonstrating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just like <laughs> God damn. Like he, I mean, I know I go on about him really liking him and liking his slaves and stuff, but you do forget. That this book always has Rams at home. They're night lords. Right? Yeah, they're not. You're not supposed to like these guys. They're fucking horrible. Um, so yeah, they, they, they catch up with the ship, it hides behind the moon, instead of dilly-daddling around, Talos orders that they fire the cyclone miss, cyclonic missiles at the moon and explodes. Yeah, I think
1: he, like, he says he, he just, like, clips the moon, but, like, a massive chunk of it basically blows out, blows, like, back out, the, out the back of it, and just
0: pummels the ship yeah so they manage to they basically create an immediate asteroid field <laughs> yeah. around the ship um, and the Genesis chapter ship gets smashed by it and Talos is like get me fucking contact to that ship right now yeah yeah I want to talk to them <laughs> yeah. and as they get as they lose their void shields and their ship is literally breaking apart around them Talos is like yo got <laughs> it what up homies yeah. <laughs> all of your men are dead now you're all dead go fuck yourselves yeah and um the, the spaceman he starts ranting, doesn't he? Just like um glory to Gilliman and he's yeah. just like whatever. And then the ship just explodes. Kicks like, <laughs> him off, yeah. <laughs> it's like, right. And then he just ends it like he just walks out of the fucking command deck, like, our oh, job's here's done. I'm gonna go bury my friend.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically like and it's a <laughs> this pit is really like it's really touching, like um, it's a part of... I guess you, you get that sense of like we've got the whole backstory of him and Zhao growing up together yeah. and but as he says they were never like friends they were not yeah. like i think his mother keeps saying oh you're and he's like he's not my friend mm-hmm. and they've never been friends but they're brothers they're they've been
0: together forever so it's that like um 300 years
1: basically even more
0: even longer Yeah, longer this
1: fucking mad it's really sad and he's like i need and i think Bra said no no i'll i'll take his gene seed like you've got shit to do and and, yeah. and he just turns to like no I'm doing, I'm doing this, this yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the, this. i used to be an apothecary. I can, I, I can yeah, fucking yeah. do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. What I found was, um, where is it? Uh. So yeah, he he takes him to the, uh, uh an abandoned. I don't know. You call it like apothecary. Yeah. Kind of it's thing. not the main one because we find the like, Ryle's got that. one Yeah, and we find yeah. out
1: it's like fucking. There's a scene where it's just carnage. And yeah. People, yeah.
0: But, just, but. yeah, Talos. It's just it's just as him and and Zile's corpse, and he operates on Zyl, takes his gene seed. Has a so, little conversation with him, right?
1: Yeah, it's like it's, it's like brutal, like like a whole bit of like he has to like hack open this like plate sternum to get to one of the genes. Yeah, like, yeah. Know, it's like butchering your, well, not your friend, but butchering someone you knew for like hundreds of years yeah. like, to get out the gene scene. He looks at him, he just like he he basically gets a flamer and, and um just says goodbye, incinerates him. Yeah, and yeah. like it's horrible snakes like, and he just said. Then stood back, and he, says, sort of, he sort of reflects on their life together. They stood back to back as the galaxy burned. Always brothers, but never friends. Traitors together until the last. And then he says Talos just laughed until his black eyes watered. And when he meets Octavia, yeah, and she's so like, nice. oh, do you miss him? He was a good man. And Talos just like pisses himself yeah, with he, laughter. He, he
0: chuckled, his chuckle became laughter. Oh, Of course, a good man, a heretic, a traitor, a murderer, a fool. My brother, the good man. <laughs> and then just pisses himself laughing uh, until his black eyes watered. Yeah. Like, come on, Aaron, man, that's fucking heavy. Like, this is supposed to be Balls Thor's action. And this guy's basically just cried because his friends died. And he's a space marine. They don't really feel anything. Yeah, like. he's, like, just laughing in the stacks because he, like, like, he doesn't so, know how so to so, do some yeah. emotion. But yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's fucking sad. Like, It's very good. Very, very good. Um... So then we cut back to the main apothecarium, I think, and it's yes, I know. Do you know it's like f- I just I noted it down. It's just three whole chapters based in, in the apothecarium. This is like a big chunk of the book just around the apothecarium, dealing with the carnage, introducing us to that lady who has her missing leg. Yeah, again that's... tapping into like this slave thing where they are looked after. She gets like so Septimus comes along and being the wonderful multitasked man that he is, immediately just starts helping. Stabilize yeah. injured crew and uh he meets a woman who's lost her leg below the knee and yeah she's a loader her. she's a loader yeah and
1: he's and the male doctor like a human doctor it's not one of the pathogaries he's like um right we'll just amputate like amputate it we'll just seal it up and she's like no no i need i need um i need my leg i need a prosthetic leg and
0: he's like you're a loader yeah, you can yeah get a yeah, server to do yeah, that
1: yeah. and he's then no, she's like oh no i'm a
0: I'm level trained. something yeah like I'm like a higher clearance a, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm in charge I need my I'm I'm. I'm of use to the legion yeah and, and he's and like, like you are you better, lying you yeah. better not be fucking lying because I will tell the flare <laughs> yeah and Septimus sorts her out yeah so he so tells like a server to
1: like set her to some like horrible weird prosthetic but yeah, at least it's a prosthetic yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so grim Um, and there's some funny little tidbits in there like uh, <laughs> there's a there's a um one marine like reaches oh, out oh yeah, a while. yeah he's like, like Flyer, fix me now. Fix me. Don't let me die. And he's like, "You'll be fine. Stop touching me." He's like,
1: "I need to get back out there." He's like, "Mate, you're missing like a leg, and like yeah. you're like really bad. You're not getting back up anywhere, soon. Yeah, and he he he's like, touching. I need to go to the surface. I need yeah. to get to the and surface. He's
0: like, stop fucking touching me. Yeah. And he touches him again, and out of his little uh, vambrace gauntlet, he just whips his fingers off. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Flyer." <laughs> no, I did say stop fucking yeah. touching me. The the, terms of the surface, is like. Also fix him a prosthetic yeah, hand. Yeah, give up. him a new hand as well. I'm a dickhead. <laughs> very funny. Yeah. Um, and um, also Octavia's in there, and like Octavia's trying to help, and everyone like sort of backs away from yeah, her. Yeah, no one likes being around her. Yeah, yeah so, they so find even like,
1: they're dying, they're like,
0: mm, They'd rather not die <laughs> near you. <laughs> yeah. um, so, whip through this bit. Uh, Varial has asked... The reason Tal- Have uh, The reason... Uh, Septimus and Octavia had t- arrived at Zar's funeral. It wasn't because it was Zar's funeral. It was they were looking for Talos. Yeah. Uh, because Viriel had sent them to find him and bring him to him. Yeah. And he's like, we need to talk about these like
1: visions and your
0: yeah. This like and there's it's pretty fucking crazy. Like Viriel's basically challenging him. He's he's on an intellectual level with Talos. Yeah. Where he's like, why are we here? And he's like, what are you on about, Flair I'm a bit busy right now. Think. Fucking use your mind. Think. Why are we here? And when Talos is like, "What?" doesn't even finish his sentence. But Ryle just backhands him. Yeah. Think about why we're here. And he's like, "I'm sorry, I hit you, brother." And Talos is like, rubbing his chin, like, "It's fine. I get your point." And I love the line. Where Ryle just turns around and goes, I'm, "I accept. I'm glad you accept my po- apology." Could you ask everyone to stop pointing their guns at me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like that camera's heading around moment. Every single even people Legion there. Like, have...
1: like lying on like gurneys of arms lost, they've got their bolt
0: pistol out yeah, somehow. Ev- even all the first Corps, all the Marines that have lost limbs and are in there bleeding out, yeah. are all pointing a gun at Varile. And um, Talos says, peace, brothers, in and it, I think the spelling was in there as uh, as nostramen. Like, yeah. It's really like the <laughs> Like their very whispery voice. Yeah, yeah. And he's just saying to his brothers. Varial's made a very good point. Yeah, put your weapons down. I, I'm not annoyed. Um, but why does he do that? Why does he challenge him on thinking? Like he just wants to know the why real reason. they're here.
1: And it, and it, I think it does work. Talos is like, all oh, right, I've got like, I'm like, it's not. Uh, so, I, it's, like, I never really got the point. It's like he remembers why he's doing it. He's just sort of like. Sort of made my mind clear for that like, split second, yeah, yeah. and now I have like a proper like plan, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's very good. Um, uh, I mean, there's so, a whole
1: bit about Vral, it's like, okay, we also need to get you tested because we need to know what's going on, and yeah. So bit, Vral's
0: generally worried, like, he's like, you keep bleeding out of your ears for no reason, your visions are getting more frequent and a lot more, you don't remember them. So, yeah, what is going so in on?
1: the second book, we sort of he's Vral said, like, you're you're rejecting your gene seed and it's trying to make you, like, more than a space marine, but you mm-hmm. can't, so that's why you probably get the visions. But here it says, Varal discovered Talos's progonoids, Progenoids have developed so fast they've stopped trying to make him more than Astrates, but in Rebellion, his organs and his gene seed are more accepting. That's why he's probably, like, he, now he's, like, they've stopped trying to make him more than a space marine and they're just trying to, like, kill his gene seed. Yeah,
0: so Talos is essentially dying. Yeah. His body is... But he's also healing,
1: so it's kind of he says, I probably won't die but I'll be in like incredible amount of pain. My visions are just gonna life. fuck me
0: over all the time. Yeah. So Talos is, yeah, a man on a mission essentially. But you he, there's this whole little bit though, where he goes, But actually,
1: if this your gene seed was put into some a body that wasn't rejected mm-hmm. the gene seed, it'd be like
0: an incredible like um Oh, it'd be an, ass, an insane process, asset. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we could create the perfect seer. <laughs> gets like
1: this glint in the eye, and Talos is like... Yeah, hey, hey, hey. yeah, yeah. All right,
0: stop looking at like <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, like a piece of meat. <laughs> so, the clock's on that, you know, Talos is insanely useful to the Legion. He needs to survive. He needs to be there. Um, so, they sort the ship out. All Genesis chapters are gone. People are being healed. They head back to Segala. Um, I got, I got the sense that maybe Task was wanted to use some of the people to start a legion again. Well, he he does want to start a legion. I mean, that was the exalted set him off on that, and it does tap in on this at some point. I can't remember when. I think it's later on. Yeah, it says but only... He's like, "Oh, Ryle, how's the project going?" Yeah, and Ryle's like, got a <coughs> hundred odd. Um... Yeah, there's a really horrible description of like. Mm. There's, like, 100 children in his thing, but he's, like, lost 200 children. He's like, oh, that's a good rate. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's fantastic rates. And you realise that's the same for Space Marine chapters. They'll churn through children to find a marine. So they are rebuilding the Legion um, with real Legion gene stock. And, you know, they're not that far off of getting shit done, which is horrible. It's very scary. Yeah. Um, But you think he tells
1: quite, like, using some of the maybe the kids from the planet to rebuild the legion from Sargulasa, sort of like a symbol... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...from
0: the ashes rise of the the phoenix. The ashes of their home, yeah. Okay, so they go back, um, and on the way there, um, uh, the does a bit more surgery on Talos, right? Yeah, I think so. But he he asks all of First Claw to be there, because he needs a hand pinning him down and keeping him stable. So... This is when we get a couple of chapters of dream sequences, which yeah, are just
1: so awesome. I think the Genesis chapter
0: sort of triggers something
1: about the Ultramarines because they're uh, the primogenitors.
0: primogenitors are who were the first successors of the Ultramarines chapter. Yeah. So they're like your Genesis chapter, your of, Praetors of whatever. And you know, you look in the. Oh, there's so many. I think they had tons actually. Yeah. Like, absolutely tons. I think I had about 100 from the first founding so this triggers
1: something back to Taus's memory of when they first got attacked on Cygnus back just after the heresy yeah. as every every cha- every chapter
0: that was an ultramarine
1: yeah. primogenitor attacked the night lords
0: yeah so like we get we go back to the scene we've gone back in time it's like a hundred years prior and he's still a bit of an apothecary right he's still got his Brace gauntlet. yeah on, yeah he is basically doesn't yeah. have his sword he's just got a chain sword and
1: first claw and then we inter- get introduced to an original member of first claw yeah.
0: Sazel. Sazel, who I thought was really cool yeah. like a great character he's not in it for long but he's in it enough that you get him he's like he's, he's there part- yeah he's got a Laz cannon that's his main weapon he also carries a chain axe and a bolt pistol I think and he is also the main pilot of First Core. Yeah. Um, he's just a bit of a dude. I mean he's just like he, ramp, seems sort of, order, he seems fairly sort of front, he seems front normal. There's yeah. nothing like
1: crazy about him, he's a bit laz cannon. And he's like hanging off as a bit where they're again they're on the um, on the ramparts and they see all the means coming down and they like, leg in it and they get blown off one of the thing and he gets caught catches the edge and like Talis is trying to pick him up, it's like, If you drop that fucking laz cannon I'm gonna pull
0: you up and he's like, I'm not I'm dropping, dropping my laz cannon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's we don't need to go into it too much because it is just First Claw trying to escape. Mm. And they're doing what Talos i uh, not Talos, what Varia uh, Zal says uh, when when he comes across Tommy and earlier. We should have mentioned it. It's a great quote and it's exactly what they're doing right now. Um, when it says to Zarl, oh, all your friends are dead. And Zal just turns around and goes, well, I know they died doing what they do they're living running away <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what they're doing their their major city capital uh, fortress is being attacked, and their first instinct is get the fuck out of here yeah, yeah. we're leaving um, so their mission is we've got to get ourselves to a ship and get up to orbit yeah so they're get... losing the orbit war as well like all their ships are being mm. scuttled I mean completely.
1: literally it says like every chapter that we get there's mentions so as they as they're playing they meet silver Eagles, Aurora chapter, Nova Marines, black consoles, Genesis chapter, the praetors of Orpheus
0: all of them. <laughs> they're all there.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's always an interesting bit. like, every time they meet one, Night Lords, like, because they're on the Eastern Fringe, they fought these chapters before. Yeah. So they sort of know each yeah, one. Yeah, yeah,
0: We've got to that point where they've been around long enough now where they, it's not weird to them. Yeah. Which I think is really cool.
1: But each chapter knows about the Night Lords. So, yeah. Like, they've all encountered them before. So like, oh, we, they know we would do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: pretty fucking brutal.
1: And he goes like, he goes, that fucking Codex Astratis or whatever? It's like that's how they've gotten us. Like, I think one of them goes, oh, they're all fucking doing the same thing. It's like, that's
0: how they jumped us because they are
1: on point. They know what yeah. they're all doing. They're well,
0: d- they, 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 so we jump ahead. They, they run through the, the, the fortress and they find, they keep running into different random colored yeah, Marines, yeah. and they can't, they keep fighting their way through and they're just about surviving. I thought it was really funny. You know, they're yeah. having bolt gun fights down corridors and Siles, is always unloading a fucking LAS cannon yeah, every yeah. couple of seconds. Um, you know he's churning through two or three guys, dudes at a time because he's just like just evaporating marines but they realise they're, they're taking evap- too long so they have yeah. to go they they jump into the ducks the servitor ducks yeah. and they cowardly make their way they get into a corridor into like an armoury place and they start loading up on shit I think where they find his as well they find Y'Zaz who yeah. they're like and, and, and Talos is like uh, sergeant sergeant and he's like not listening and he's just like scuttling around looking for weapons and yeah. ammo and he's, he just turns he doesn't even turn and he's like oh, I'm not a sergeant anymore yeah he lost and an honor jewel. yeah I lost an honor jewel. I'm not even fucking in charge and I've just lost my shit um, and he that, that's it and he's asked to join his first claw. I think there's a little bit of hint of him sort of losing it as well at that
1: point like, yeah he's it, drooling yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so they, that's how they meet his as. They make their way through the ship. They get into a horrible firefight in the um, the, the, the launch bay. Yeah. They fight. They all all of the Thunderhawks have been efficiently scuttled. Yeah. They've all got. They're riddled in bullets. But they find one that looks like it could fly. I
1: think like it was slightly like melted, but. Yeah,
0: yeah, but they know that it can still yeah, launch. Yeah. They get it down. As they get in, into it, a big firefight erupts, and who saves the day? Reuben. Reuben.
1: Yeah, which you find out is the original member of First Claw. Yeah, I he sort of knew about and They him. kind of wanted to abandon him yeah. so I don't care where he is. This it's league. like, we can leave him without me. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, and but he Re- like melts. Over their heads, behind the barricade that they're behind, and it's all just, you know, mangled, ruined metal. And then they all stop firing and they look up and they just see five guys just shaking in yeah. one place. And then, as their faceplate melts, they hear all the screaming, and they look behind, and it's just Reuven walking at them really calmly. Like melted staff, all yeah. five inside their armor. Disgusting. Um, and they fall to the floor as big piles of goo. And then, yeah, they they piss I better him like, off.
1: Oh, no, better taken.
0: Yeah, so they leave with um, Reuven, and then against the sky, they're they're trying to get to. The covenant, yeah, trying to get to the covenant. Um, they everyone's get... everyone's like, Oh my god, Talos, join my ship! <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants Talos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, Is there anyone still on rescue mission? Like, yeah. can we join a ship? And his boss, the exalted, is like, I'm still here, you can come to me. And he's like, Cool, but everyone's jumping in saying, Oh, come on, come join my, come join my warp, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Is I think is a bit where he says, Um, the ultra means that like due to this whole new. Like, how system they've set up. They've actually given all the way their biggest ships to this Imperial Navy that's been yeah, created. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, so they've actually got smaller, smaller, newer ships. So they've been outnumbered, but Lords still can put up a fight. Yeah, I think that's
0: fascinating. So, like, people forget the Codex Astartes by Bobby G., Mr. Reboot Gilliman, isn't just for Space Marines. It was a restructuring of the military completely, and with the idea being that no one person could wield as much power as Horus ever did. And part of that restructure was space marines operating in sizes of 100, therefore not needing capital ships like Horus had, yeah, yeah. which could take on a system on their own. So they get given to the Navy and all the space marines just get strike cruisers. And I say just strike cruisers. Yeah, yeah. One of those can do what it wants. But, you know, the Night Lords have still got all of theirs. So, the you know, the Covenant and the Echo Domination and all the other ships, they can take on 15 of those on their own probably, like... So they but they are losing the orbit. Yeah, flight. they're completely they know, unwinded, they're, they're yeah. massively outnumbered, they're outgunned, they're losing. They can't get ships onto ships because they're being blown out of the sky. Um so they steal the they they steal the Thunderhawk um Nightlord ship and they ping away they get blown out of the air pretty quick. Yeah, and they get
1: jet ship goes, and yeah. they jump into
0: an ultramarine
1: thunderhawk.
0: It's, yeah. yeah, it's pretty it's all yeah. It's yeah, pretty intense. It's like something out like of James Bond. They <laughs> steal an ultramarine Thunderhawk mid flight. Yeah. By landing on it, taking it. Sarzel is the first one through the door, he dies. Um and that's how Uzas acquires a chain axe because yeah. it was Sarzel's. There's a nice little heirloom there. Um and Syrian gets knocked out the door and falls. And Talos, falls. Yeah, and Talos, and Talos j- just runs and jumps, and Zal's like, You didn't just fucking jump, did you? Yeah. And he's like, oh. and then Talos saves a day, brings him back on the ship with his jump pack and um Uzes leans over to Talos and just says Reuven said we should just fly off about you. Yeah. And Talos just goes... I believe I, it. Believe it, I bet he did. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a...
1: Yeah, when he said he's going back to the ship and everyone's like, oh, Talos, come to our ship and stuff. And Reuven's like, oh, to be the
0: Primarch's chosen. And he's yeah. like,
1: you could have, you yeah. know, gone and hunted the, the assassin yourself.
0: Yeah. No, Who I've never met anyone who's got so much glory for defying, defying a Primarch's last wishes. Yeah, it's like, you could have done it yourself, mate. Yeah, so. well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um... So is there any more in the visions? There's that. Bit. I think we then just jump into. So then we
1: go back to we find that this is a bit where we find out Tarsis plan.
0: Yeah. This is where he
1: he goes back, They go back to the surface and he collects. He asks for all their psychers and like oh can we have a few psychers? We have about a
0: hundred. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they take him back to the ship through some gruesome, terrifying ordeal. Yeah. Um, they take him back to the ship, so they've now got a hundred psychers of varying levels, men, women, and it makes very, very clear. Lots of children. Yeah. Um, and it cuts... I don't know how... It's not a really defined length of time, but I'd like to think it's a, at least a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, that the Night Lords have just been given free reign around yeah, Sigala yeah. to just massacre who you want, do whatever you want, well, keep in contact, go kill everyone else. So they're just massacring their way through, through the city... They're big. They're digging up um, skinning pits and just yeah, throwing horrible, al- humans that are alive that have been skinned, throwing them into a pit <laughs> to moan and crawl around. It's just vile. Um, so lots, of, lots of new uh, leather cloaks for everyone. Um, and while that's on going trend. on, yeah, fashion baby, hashtag fashion. Um, and while they're all doing that, Talos has been keeping himself really busy in a sort of secluded part of the ship. With the hundred astropaths. Yeah, there's a
1: really bit, a cool bit when he collects them and he's like... He, I think he
0: kills one in front of them all.
1: And then he like watches them to see who's like... Because their spirit is... He wants to see how potent they yeah, are. Yeah. Can
0: they see spirits and understand the warp? And some lie. And the ones that lie, he executes. Yeah, because he can like... Don't lie. Because they like all twitch and they're all like, ah. but the ones who can like really feel it are like properly like... They don't like the, the noise of someone screaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, So he takes him to the ship, time goes by, um, and Octavia's like, what the fuck is Talos up to? I'm going to go find out. So she goes to where she's told he is, she's got her bodyguards with her, and she opens the door and immediately passes out. (laughs) She takes one step into the room, Talos is in, the smell hits her, like a wall of noise, and she just hits the deck vomiting nearly passes out, goes back out of the room and gets a uh, repriever yeah. so she can go in. And what does she find when she's in there? So he's basically been torturing the Psykers so that they've they're
1: projecting their screams into the warp, basically, yeah. as like a, it's like the opposite of the Emperor's beacon. Like the Emperor kills Psykers to have this beacon of light. Talos is torturing Psykers, yeah. so to are like unbelievable about what they're made, so they project like a beacon of like absolute
0: agony into the warp. Basically he's punishing Imperium, yeah, and he has tortured every single one of them in a different way. If I remember correctly, some of them are just bundles of bone and nerve endings, they've had all of their muscle and flesh removed, and they're being kept alive with you know arcane whatever methods and stimulants. But so, there's one of them who's just a skull with eyes that's looking at Octavia, like so. He has absolutely decimated everyone, and they're all there just siphoning into the warp. Like, the noise of them is just agony, they've all gone insane. Yeah. Um, there's no fucking... Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting.
1: It's like, he says, I think it's become a beacon, a lesson to the Imperium that they are weak to forget about this legion. Yeah. Should have killed them when they had a chance, basically. So he's like, basically, you didn't kill us? I'm going to pay you back for it.
0: Yeah. Um, and this is where he reveals his plan to Octavia. Um, and I think, I'm pretty sure I just jumped straight into her doing it, right? I think there's a bit... There's a bit where she goes away, but... I don't think there's anything important there.
1: Oh, there's, there's one bit where... There's this really nice bit when they're talking about Talos. And they're all like, he's sort of like, everyone knows that he's losing his mind a little bit. And he says, they all know he's losing his mind, but they listen to every word he speaks. They say the same about the Primarch, broken, flawed, but inspiring, and it makes them think of that better time. Yeah,
0: so they're all living a life of nostalgia right now. They've got a leader who's not quite with it, and they are just pillaging 20 million people on the planet for the joy of it. Skinning pits, you know, they're all just fucking loving life. Um, and then yeah, it cuts back to another undetermined length of time later, where Octavia is taken back to that abattoir room, um, and what does she need to do?
1: So she, as we found out in the second book, if you look into the the old third eye, that um, yeah, you you basically die an incredible like horrible warp death, yeah. and he's basically he's tortured them to this point. So when they do die, like it just projects like this mm. total agony into the warp again. So she just goes around and kills each one individually, and each death has like a massive like effect on her. Mm. So she, after all these deaths, she's just, like absolutely broke. She like vomits, and he like he's just walking walking her around with his like yeah. arms on her shoulders, basically like right. If I remember one, correctly, like one. yeah.
0: So she does like one or two starts vomiting. Yeah. And it gets to the point, It's like a hundred of them. It, it gets like halfway through, and he's just holding her like a. Just
1: pointing her eye. Oh, yeah, her yeah head, he's yeah. holding
0: her head in one hand and her body in the other, and he's just opening. He's got her eye open with yeah, his yeah. finger, and he's just holding him in front of them and killing them. Um, and then we get this whole bit about each world in that sector because it's just projected in
1: each and then you get mm-hmm. psychers on these each world and they hear the scream and it's just like yeah it's yeah, total, like yeah. horrible like worlds It just is like worlds disappear and like yeah there's um,
0: a name for it um actually no no that comes up later when he explains to the claws what yeah, he's done because yeah. they don't know they have no idea um but yeah so so the the idea being is that he's projecting all of this a prolonged agony into the warp using the third eye which is a great strain to a pregnant uh, mother yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know putting untold damage onto her body Um and then we get we cut to um it's the world of Arterium 3 and we get a snippet of a planet that's used as a relay yeah, yeah. like they get a message from somewhere they ping Amplifies it somewhere else it, yeah. like and they're just, it's just a big tower full of psykers and they will just start exploding. One pops, yeah. <laughs> they were like exploding. It's a bit like the pods in like the Matrix. You know, they're in there and they're just going, yeah. And they're popping and the message screen, are the same. yeah. And that's just one planet. On other planets, entire chaos warp rifts just open on them. Yeah, on like, another planet, like uh, everyone on the night side of the planet sleeping has the exact same nightmare. Like it's, it's weird. Everything and in between, like.
1: And it just gets amplified and then passed on, amplified and passed on. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like it's just basically we're going to get the Imperium's attention. Yeah, I mean, there's one where it's the night, uh, the night of the mad song, and uh, yeah, it keeps going. It's thirty four planets later, then it keeps going, then it keeps going, and it gets more and more amplified, more and more ramped up until a whole segment of the Imperium just hears this exact same song. Um, and the way he did it is by studying the uh, astro telepathica adduct, which is a unique fingerprint. So it's how the, the... Talos actually explains the science, you know, the 40k science behind <laughs> it, which is... Science, bitch! <laughs> which is the way the warp works. It's not continual blanket across the universe. There's channels where stuff operates yeah, yeah. smoother and better. So the Imperium is set up to operate astropaths through these channels. So he knows that if he triggers one, it will just bounce up and down this channel. And by putting a fucking scary message into one that's really hyped up, when it hits a relay beacon that amplifies it, it amplifies it everywhere. And it just cycles around and he basically blows away an entire corridor of the Imperium. Billions, untold billions die. Just through that one act. Like that is... Even Kurz didn't do that. Like that is truly evil. Yeah, It's yeah. quite amazing. Um, yeah, and I think I think some of his brothers suddenly. Uh, where is it? I've got it here. Um, so Talos mentions that the Imperium has hundreds of these ducks. They grow, they fray, they grow, they fade, they rise and degrade. They're always in flux, so they don't exist forever. He's just found the most stable one in the area. Um, and once he's explaining, explaining what he's done, Mercutian leans forward, shaking his head blood of the false emperor, this was your plan. <laughs> he's like, this is way bigger than us, what the fuck have you done? Yeah. Like, basically... We're just a warband that raid, we're not up for fighting half the Imperium, Like that's way beyond us. But he's like, we're going to make a stand, this is like, I'm
1: sick of this, the whole, whole thing in this book is like, I'm basically, I'm sick of doing what we're doing, I'm making a stand, I'm yeah. going to
0: make the Imperium pay. I want them to remember who we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, they do that, um,
1: and we get introduced to actually at this point there's another big character who comes back.
0: Yeah, who is it? So we get <laughs>
1: little robot man
0: um, named Yeah, he's back. Macarian, my favourite robot Renault. in disguise. Yeah. yeah,
1: robot in disguise. So he well basically we, in the second book we find out actually that Delterion
0: had kept him alive mm-hmm. and we find out actually it was Malik who had ordered him to do so after yeah. the Battle of Christ. Yeah, yeah. So Talos has said uh, let him die. Let him, uh, at the end of the first book where he fought the Blood Angel but no, he is still alive but he's been kept in a torturous environment for a really long time, right?
1: Yeah, well he's like, he's going through the awakening process
0: yeah. and he's like, obviously he's refused before and he's like, they turn on the Vox to think and he's just like screaming. Yeah, he's just screaming. He's in suffering. He's absolutely suffering. It turns out that Viltrian and Varile had worked out that that might be the only way to wake him up, by making him scream. And yeah, yeah. Putting him through immense amounts of pain to see how he'd react. Yeah,
1: basically becoming like, um, what do you call them, um, the chaos version.
0: Oh, a hell brute. Hell So they sort of like yeah, become like a
1: hell brute through this process, and they're like, well, we could probably control him through, like, shitloads of stimulants and stuff. Yeah. Like, maybe he might not kill us if we wake yeah. him up.
0: Yeah, what they're worried about is if they immediately wake him up, he'll just rampage and kill all of them while, he, while where they are. Or the alternative, they switch it, switch the, the machine off and he just dies. They don't want to lose the the good of that machine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Talos is sick of it. <laughs> He's like, this is bullshit. So he goes, basically...
1: He has a sort of... There's this whole section where he goes back down hes his, his Az is there just sitting yeah.
0: listening to him. Yeah, he's just listening. He's just hanging out. Let <laughs> the scream. As he does. Yeah. right.
1: And then there's this whole bit where he tells a story about this dog he had as a kid mm. and like how Azal would constantly like
0: kick it. Yeah, yeah. Azar would kick Talos' dog and poke it with sticks yeah. and keep doing it and keep doing it.
1: Until one day the
0: dog... Bit Zarl. bit Zal's arm, and give gave him a big scar. So the next morning he wakes up and the dog's dead. And Zal had smashed his brains in yeah. with a tyre iron. I'm but, not quite sure what this story really reflects in the book. I think it's meant to just say Talos has an aversion to pain on things that he loves, loves or cares yeah. about. He's like, that didn't need to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: so basically, he's going to say, I'm. He has sort of this, sort of. This, and it's not really a plan. It was a plan. Really, he wants to kill me.
0: He wants, he wants to let macarion die. He, so he feels sorry for him. What do we do if we stop the rituals? Just, like, leave it? And, and, and Delterion's like... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. No! <laughs> no, don't do that. Do not do that. Yeah. Like, I, you do, do not fucking break my machines. Yeah. But he's like... It's
1: never worked before. He's often just refused to waken up. Let's yeah. just stop it. Yeah. And, like, T- in his mind's like... Okay, it's just, just going to kill him. And when they stop it, actually... McCarrion is sort of
0: fine. Yeah, McCarrion wakes up and he's like... What the fuck? Puck. But it does say later that... Um, Talos and Uzas had to try really hard to convince him to not kill the Therian because yeah. <laughs> he's woken up and he's been watching and waiting this entire time, watching this fucking android robot guy yeah. torture him. But um, there's a really funny little bit where Uzas just goes right at the very end. He's like, Talos. What's the name of your dog? dog? Yeah. I, Talos just is like, shut up. But then it quickly says in italic the name of the dog. Yeah, yeah. Talos remembers it. He cares about that dog. Like, there's these little nods of like, oh, fuck. Like, Talos wasn't the worst kid. He was a nice person, kind of, for a rapist yeah. and a murderer.
1: So now um, they've got the, their captain back, basically. Yep. And then so Talos tells McCarran about the plan, about the psychos. McCarran goes, I admit, Talos, you're colder than I ever imagined to dream up such a fate.
0: hmm He's like, that's brutal, mate. Yeah, that is. Hell Great, shit. But yeah, I fucking brutal. Um, and so yeah, he catches him up, tells him what they've been doing on the planet, letting all the guys run loose, and he's like, "That was a good idea. Well done. That's how you cement captaincy. You let your boys have some fun when they need it." And then Talos has, I I I read it and understood it as he he realizes his dreams are catching up with him a little bit, where he starts yeah, yeah, hearing yeah. the sounds of running feet and the sound of like screaming in the wind and he suddenly realises everything he's done is wrong he's like oh fuck I've led us here for the absolute wrong reason bearing in mind we know everything that's we've been led along the story he's completely unaware he doesn't remember any of his dreams but now he's realising why he's there um, and he has a moment of panic right yeah, yeah. where he's like we need to jump ship immediately get all yeah, the yeah. claws back the on the ship the Imperium's not coming the Imperium's not coming they're definitely not coming we've got bigger problems yeah. get all the claws back on the ship right now we're going and as he says that he gets a Vox bead from Syrian, who's on the deck yeah, yeah, yeah. overwatching the ship for him just saying we've got a problem the Eldar are here um, and what happens next
1: so this is where they try and jump and basically, Octavia makes them keep jumping them to everywhere. Yeah, and the elder, it's fucking insane. I think the elder, you know, through their own visions, and know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, they sort of know where he's trying yeah. to jump. So I wrote down that they jump, um, off some, loads of times. But they're jumping for, they've been jumping and hiding for three weeks. They get all the claws back on the ship, and they keep just up. They're like Octavia. We don't care where you go, jump, and just pick somewhere take us back out of the warp and we'll work it out when we get there they do it for three weeks and Talos doesn't even sleep in that time yeah he just stands on the deck just watching and waiting trying to work out how do I outfox these Eldar and every fucking waypoint they pull out at there's a blockade of Eldar ships waiting for them moving in on them so they're yeah. going to they, get gunned down I the think Eldar he does ships like would...
1: 13 times yeah in the
0: and they're like oh fuck so he calls a, a team meeting <laughs> and he tells them what he's going to do yeah, what does he like, tell them? So like, we're gonna go back to. We're gonna go all the way back to Saga. La, 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 la. Yeah, and he's like,
1: he's got, he's like, that's where they're herding us. Yeah. He goes, well, they're herding us there, so like, let's go back. Yeah, Syrian
0: says there. they're herding us, like they want us in a particular place. Um, and Tala says, do you know what? That doesn't matter. We can. There's one place we know better than they yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Let's pick. Uh, if if we're gonna be forced to fight, let's pick the battleground. Let's pick where and when. So they go back to um, the Sagala, but they go straight to, well, they come up with a plan and everyone's like, why the fuck should we do that? Why don't we just keep running until we eventually run them out? And he's like, well, that's not going to happen. They're going to, I've had some visions. I think I know what's going to happen next. And he goes, and
1: then there's a whole whole meeting. He goes, the lesson of our legion is uh, death is nothing compared to vindication. Yeah.
0: So let's fucking teach them some vindication. Um, So they choose to go back to their second home. Um, but not just to the planet. We find out that there's a place called the catacombs yeah. which is, think of how high up their fortresses go. I imagine they go half that depth down. Yeah, yeah like there's loads forever. of service And services. it's basically a crypt. Yeah. And what more does a night lord, night lord need than a pitch black crypt where they know it inside yeah. out, like the back of their hands. And they know right? that the elder ships are just like,
1: they're never going to win against that ship. They're just like no. totally unbelievable technology. But yeah, like it's on... really well written. Some yeah, of it, yeah.
0: like how they don't move like human ships. They glide through yeah. the air and they do big loops and arcs. And human ships are they're like a blade. You know, they're going forward and powerful. And these ships are just completely outmaneuvering them. So they make a decision. Don't tell the human crew, but we're going to get to that planet by any means necessary. Yeah.
1: So he goes. We're going to hide in the asteroid field. Give us some time. And what we're going to do is basically we're going to power the ship forward mm. and then all space marines are
0: going to jump. We're going to fire our guns through the asteroid field. Yeah, yeah. So they like glide into it, hide, and then blow their way out of it. Um, but I found it really sad to read when I was going through it again. Um, just all the little bits where... It's kind of signing off on some of the characters. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Deltrian, that's probably the saddest bit for me. Like... Tados like is like here's your missions, uh, this is my last mission for you. I want you to take Virile and, and take all some these... of the crew. Uh, oh, actually, let's let's do Septimus first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He goes and talk. He he knocks on Septimus's door and Septimus is like mid cleaning something. It's kind of cute. He's like mid cleaning like you know a bolt gun or something and he's surrounded by all of his junk and his schematics and. Septimus. And he like walks in. He's like oh and he's like, we to have a chat.
1: Yeah. and like he talks about the rumors, always like, oh, it's kind of cute, but I don't understand why humans have all this shit. Yeah,
0: he's like, it's amazing how much of a mark a human, human leaves in on the their spells. environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's like, right, we need to chat, and and Septimus stands up, and is like, of course, my lord, and goes put away stuff, and goes, no, none of that. We're going to talk as people. I'm going to talk as um, as Talos Valcorin, and you're going to talk as Septimus, and then. Septimus says, "Why do I feel like this is a precursor to having my throat slit?" <laughs> and Talos smiles, and then it cuts to Deltrin on his sh- sorting his ship out as Septimus arrives and he's been decommissioned. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Septimus has I'm Talos no
0: has no, yeah. as as you are no longer a slave. I'm letting you go. Thank you for your service. I mean, again, I said it before. He treats him with an insane amount of respect. Most night lords would probably just go cool I get to kill you now do you know what yeah, I mean he's yeah. like you've done me a huge amount of favours please just go with Deltran I'm going to send him away with Octavia so, with Octavia um, Octavia gets decommissioned yeah um but one night lord gets decommissioned and he's furious about it yeah Varial, <laughs> Varial, who is absolutely gutted. He's like, he's, I'm
1: more, I'm, I'm just as much a night lord as the rest yeah, of you. So what
0: if I wasn't born at the time? You know, this is bullshit. I want to die by your side, on this last stand on this planet. And he's like, No, you've got a huge project on your hands. Yeah. You are going to rebuild the legion. We're nothing. You've got the future. You need to leave on Deltran's ship. And it turns out Deltran's got his own fairly sizable ship. Yeah, I think it's a that's book capable. Too. Yeah,
1: it's like a little. I think it's like a
0: little beetle or something, isn't it? It's got like it's. It carries loads. Carries load and it's like covered in guns. Yeah, it carries it carry. It's carrying a spare dreadnought and it's yeah. carrying like all this cool shit. So it must be a fair. You know, it has a thunderhawk on it. Yeah, it's got to be big. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's just like you've got to save our relics. You've got mm. to. You've got to get. You've got to get back. You've got to take an, all the genes here. You've got to take the. 200 aspiring aspirants we've got. Yeah, they're all in locked up in fucking slumber cages. Like it's all very depressing. you'll um,
1: we'll get back to another Night Lords yeah. um, group and basically restart our legion.
0: Yeah. So um, he um, gives them their marching orders and says, "One, when we go to bounce out of this asteroid belt, linger around. Bit Boba Fett esque in fucking. episode, yeah, yeah, hanging on the back of the garbage. Yeah, yeah <laughs> hanging around, and when we bounce, you bounce too um and gives them their marching orders which is pretty sad but i kind of get it um and so yeah they run the gauntlet which i think it's actually the the chapter's called gauntlet um but no before they go Deltran, what is that quote of Deltrans? so he says about well, Deltran deltron's this like soulless robotic mechanicum guy yeah and um they they actually have a warriors goodbye. They shake they they shake each other's hands. brace to Brace. But the way Deltrian like has to process it, his eyes like go pss, 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 processing yeah. processing. Humans things
1: yeah. emotions make them do.
0: Yeah, it's very nice. But um, Deltrian has one of the best quotes in the book. He's like kind of touched by he he's surprised he's touched by Talos being so kind and saying thank you for all of your help over the years. Yeah, and he says to Talos. Die as you lived, son of the Eighth Legion, in midnight clad. And then, the two broke apart. Deltran, as dead to patience as he was to subtlety, immediately turned and walked up the gangway. gangway. <laughs> he just was like, I'm done, and just walked away. Yeah. But Goodbye. it was this lovely, like... Oh, fuck, man. He's, you know... Again, he, he they mentioned it before, he is one of them. He's a night lord. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. He appreciates... He's been with them fear. for centuries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and
1: mean, he like, he's... I meant, to. know, his pact is with... Hor-
0: like yeah. Horus, like mm-hmm.
1: his dark mechanic compacted Horus mm-hmm. to serve these legions. So he's like, I'm going to serve these legions.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. He's a great, great, great side character. I really like him. Um and then we get Septimus. So the gauntlet.
1: Is on, yeah, so Septimus is on their ship. They're leaving. Yeah. I think there's a nice bit of Septimus is like, with Varile Ryle. and Varaz that like, walks onto the command throne. And like, Septimus is always unnerved by him. He's like, he thinks it's the eyes because he's spent so much time around Night Lords that Vryal's blue eyes are like really unnerving Yeah, he's used to black eyes when he looks at
0: a marine and this one's got piercing ice blue eyes. And he still refers to him as slave. Like, he's just been decommissioned. This guy's like, Talos is cool with this man, leave him alone. And he's like, slave. (laughs) It's really cool.
1: Yeah, but he still calls him uh, Flayer. Yeah, he calls him Flayer to his face. It's amazing. Um... So his plan is to out, basically outrun the Elder, like just going through a crazy path. The Powering Elder would forward.
0: never, like, think about go through the middle of them, go through the asteroid belt, gun all guns forward, blowing up rocks and stuff, and then um, basically jump out at the last minute. But not telling any of the crew what they're doing. No. So none of the crew on the ship have any idea. They don't. It mentions it in many books. They don't even know what they're firing at 99.5. Yeah, I mean, it's fire. the lower deck. They're just like, oh, okay, okay. I've been told to fire this gun, yeah. bang. They don't know what they're firing at. They and they don't just have a clue, why would expect they? expect to survive. Yeah. Um, the Space Marines want to survive. But. So Talos slowly lets all of his claws go away to the the, 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 the Thunderhawks and yeah, the Drop yeah. Pods, and they slowly start filling up, and they do just gun it. They gun, they smash through the <laughs> yeah. Eldar blockade. Through bit where like, they,
1: they're just firing everything forward, and like some rocks actually. Actually, accident- They're just smashing him out of the way. Yeah, they blow up an older ship, and is like,
0: ah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and some of the crew are like, woo, and Talos is thinking, yeah, you're going to be dead in about half an hour. Um, and they do it. They do do it. And there's a great scene where he's like, all claws deploy. and they all start getting off the ship, and everyone's like, what?
1: Yeah, I think one of the crew. I think some of the crew around him cotton on, but they he he sort of respects their um, professionalism mm-hmm. because they, one of them goes up to. Like, what shall we do now, my lord? Like full well knowing that he's, oh, he's going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's going to leave. But he says, oh, "I respect him for it. Yeah, he's like, "Just carry on. You, you have your orders or something."
0: And then so it's just Talos and Sirian left. The rest of the crew, uh, rest of first the rest of the claws are all already powering on. You know, um, I'm at um, um, what's the, the dreadnought's name? Um, Macarian. Macarian. He's 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 planet side. And Talos is like right we better bounce. <laughs> and he doesn't even get full out of evacuation. And at this point, There's no evacuation, yeah, he but just this, starts running.
1: <laughs> by this point the ship's like really getting blown to bits now. Yeah. So that crew are like running everywhere and he's butchering crew to get to the pod Yeah, drop so Talos
0: and Syrian and just like um are cleaving their way to the nearest pods pods to get planet side with the rest of them. And we get reintroduced to a very minor character that we met earlier, who was the gunloader who had lost her leg, that Septimus saved she had already made it into a pod which for some reason had locked the door and so she's got loads of people outside banging on the door yeah. begging to be let back in. And then in.
1: she just sees them like and she sees it's like something out of Aliens Blood yeah. just goes
0: <laughs> up the screen and she's like what? The door gets wrenched open and this fucking massive helmet just looks in at her <laughs> grabs the guy next to her and just rips him yeah, out yeah. and she just shits herself like, she's like I'll get, out I'll get, I'll, out, I'll, get I'll, out I'll get out leave me alive and then she and sees he sees the leg and he's like oh. Septimus saved your life I remember you and she's like, yes, my lord. And he's like, yeah, you can stay. And they're like hunched in this like and little drop pod. Human-sized <laughs> drop pod with two space marines and a fucking woman with a robot leg. But that was like an interesting, because like twiddling their thumbs as they land, like, so?
1: <laughs> yeah, so they're just chatting.
0: And she's like, she it just says the gump, her, her stomach goes into yeah. her mouth because it falls at space marine level capacity. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then they they land on the planet, right? So as they land... Uh, Talos says to all the claws, "You know what to do. Yeah, good hunting. Go as deep as you can." And they told, make him yeah, suffer. Yeah. And they told it to this woman that's
1: under them, "It's like, okay, well, next in the, the settlement's like about, I think it's like two weeks march. Yeah. so off you trot." Yeah, and, and she's off, like,
0: um. "I'll come with you." And it's <laughs> like, "You won't be able to see down there. It's beyond pitch black." And she's like, "It's probably better bet than yeah. dying in the dunes." So, so they sort of just run off, and she gets—they to- they don't even run. They're pacing, and yeah. they outpace her immediately, and she gets lost in the dark. Um, so we'll come back to her later. So the Claws are all roaming around in the dark while the bleeding eyes are up in the ramparts above. Yeah, and he's They're in his, the sky, they're yeah. jumping around and they're watching... There's not even ships landing. There's nothing. There's just... Every now and then they just see an Eldar appear out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: and then, interestingly, Lecorifus makes... He realises something. He goes, actually... These ships are piloted by... Ghosts. Race. Yeah. yeah. Yes, they go, they're all ghost ships. They're There's not, no Eldar around. Yeah,
0: this is not a big force. They've got yeah. a lot of
1: ships that would blow them out of the sky. But, but we could win this fight on the ground. Yeah.
0: yeah it's it's quite amazing. Um, so while he spots that and he tries to tell Talos, um, First Claw make their way to a predefined space that they've already had set up by yeah, the Yeah, this is pretty cool. And awaiting them is a pallet full of the final gift from Deltrian... And it's not in this book. It's in a side in, story. Yeah. It's in a side story that's in between which we maybe we could cover at another time. But in this side story it's one of the additional books in the omnibus and I think it might have just been a one-off special before. It's a very short story about the Night Lords in between the second book and third book ra- rummaging through a space hulk looking for stuff. And they come across gene stealers and brood lords but then the bleeding eyes also stumble across some salamanders and <laughs> First Claw have to save them and... They just about kill them all while taking quite a beating. But they come across five, well, five Terminators, kill them all, and they help themselves to five new sets of Terminator armor. And Deltrin's been really busy. He's, been like, them shaving, out. And he's yeah. been, like, shaving off, like, any, like, aquila yeah. and stuff. And anything he hasn't managed to shave off do in time, he's just been hammering, yeah. like, the Legion logos over the top. So some, one of them still has a Salamanders logo, yeah. but bolted over it with iron bolts is the fucking Night Lords logo, which is just rad.
1: And it's a really nice bit where it's, like, like two of them stay on point where two of them, are like, get servitors, like, yeah. dress me, and it's just like... So run... they're getting dressed in the dark, Yeah, <laughs> and they're just getting, like, armour plates, like, screwed onto mm. them, and they're, like... And they fucking, like, first call of all like, having a field day. that they, like, come out walking, like, this is fucking yeah. cool. who's
0: and is like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. So they're kitted out. And one of the funny little side nods in it is siren just chuckles to himself. He's like, ah, oh, getting lazy. It's all all of the... Um, the... the Software. Software, and the software eyes, inside. Yeah. So everything they can see out of their eyes and the way the machine operates is still set up to Imperial standards. So... They find it really funny that they've got the Imperial Eagle in the top right corner yeah. of their vision. He's like, oh, oh well, <laughs> it's a bit reminiscent. <laughs> like, I remember these days. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the this this is the objective. It's pretty straightforward. Survive. Yeah. Kill as many Eldar as possible, and it kicks off pretty quick. Um, so there's a bit. There's where... different levels of them. If you know Eldar, you recognise it pretty quick. They get, they get hordes and hordes of just, like, guardians with, like, shuriken catapults yeah, and yeah. shuriken pistols and little swords coming at them. And first claw, not only first claw, everyone is just reaving through them like it's nothing. I mean, yeah, something like, they're, they're taking casualties, but... It's like, minor. Yeah. It's, it's not until what we know as the, um, uh, what are they called, not Exarches, uh, Aspect Warriors... It's when they know... Because the marines don't even know the names of things. Even they don't. Yeah. We know it from a outside games perspective. So we know it's like howling banshees and striking scorpions like running at them. The howling banshees are like screaming at Talos and Co. And it hurts. Yeah, so it's it really a really nice bit
1: when <laughs> then all the First Claw basically fill all three of their lungs and the scream and they're like... It blows, blows, blows them apart. apart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I never really think about like the space marine screaming and stuff yeah yeah. it's really cool bit
0: um it's worth pointing out that uh first call or completely lose track of how many they've killed like syrian turns around and just says i stopped counting after like 150 yeah like i've lost track of how many elder i've killed now like bearing in mind that they're covered in uh they they shoot as little shuriken discs they're they're covered in battle damage but they're not wounded at all they're all kind of absolutely fine um, and they have massacred. They've run out of ammo, but uh, Talos has a power fist and a assault cannon, an Imperial assault cannon, which wasn't around in Heresy. Yeah. So he's never experienced and he he loves loves it. And he's just pissing himself laughing because he's just like, cl- every gunfire bit is just tearing down like 20 guys at a time. Um, so like, they're really hurting them. Um Lycorifus is having a bit of a... More difficult time. time. He's fighting
1: some flying...
0: Yeah, so they're swooping hawks. So yeah. they're like... They're interesting because most flyer units are combat based in the game, but Swooping Hawks are a shooty unit, but they fly around. So they fly around and they shoot like really high velocity needle like laser weaponry, which are tearing through his remaining bleeding eyes. Yeah. It ends up with just him on his own. I think (laughs) all of his men are dead. (laughs) There's a
1: bit where he's like eating their soul
0: stones. Yeah. He's like, well, take that digesting my stomach. He's like I loving what, it. I love the way he kills the last one is he doesn't even like butcher her. He just basically snaps her wings and drops her. Yeah. And he's just watching her fall to the ground and just explode against some rocks like a fucking dead bird. Um, but yeah, uh, he even tells Talos, he's like, Talos, I'm the last bleeding eyes left. Yeah, yeah. Like, And you can see like a storm is coming. Yeah, he's like, a storm is coming, brother. And he's like, okay, go hide. Um, so, Lucarius has done what he can on the on the surface.
1: Yeah, and we get yeah. There's a nice little like side story of um, Second Claw. We have Eurus, Faltorum and Zancurus, mm-hmm. where Eurus um, is, is like really badly wounded. The other two are like, oh come on, come and he's away. a sergeant. He's the, the sergeant, sergeant. He's the and sergeant. You know? And he's like, come on, and, like basically knowing that
0: he's gonna be left. Behind yeah, he's like, I know you're gonna run away from me, so just go, just run. Yeah, and then
1: they they sort of write Okay, fine. See, you. see you later. And like he like leans against the wall, like knowing that how poetic John's just just um, just like how he knows he's gonna die first. Yeah. Know, like yeah. and then suddenly he just hears as he's like blacking out a bit. He like hears like, <whistles> like yeah, yeah <whistles> like, noises. And so Weapon it noises. Makes him conscious again. He goes and before he sees like them
0: to both beheaded. And he's like yeah, kind <gasps> half and beheaded. Yeah. Sure. Notion appealed to him of his sense of poetic justice. Yeah. And then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he just get a spear through the back of head? Yeah, like yeah. He's looking forward and just a spear comes out between his hearts. And he's like, oh, fuck.
1: So there's a whole story about actually the Night Lords are now starting to like
0: take... Something. We start realizing that like there, there's a lot of flat lines. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of flat lines going on. They're starting to lose numbers, and it's mostly to um, what they call the screaming warriors, which are howling. Banches. Yeah. The scream.
1: The screaming ones are quite interesting because um yeah the howling because it makes Talisa's body act in a fear emotion. He even feels though, fear. Well, even he's, like, he's not oh god. Yeah. So this is what
0: fear feels like. This yeah. Is- he sort of smirks like oh, this is how so, my enemies feel. Yeah. This is a bit shit. Um, <laughs> So the reason there's so many Howling Banshees, and the reason the book is called Voidstalker, is Voidstalker is another name for Jane Zarr, who is actually the first Eldar model I ever bought. Jane Zarr is the, 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 um, I forget the name of them now, uh, Phoenix Lord for the Eldar of the uh, Howling Banshees. So that's like, they're like almost at God level. They're like untouchable, clearly, as we see. Like, so... um, they lose one of the claws, and I tell us, like, oh, fuck. And they meet her while they're in their Terminator armour. Yeah. Um, and she's pretty brutal. She immediately runs in, spears Macarian, Macushian. Yeah. She, like, spears him through a lung immediately. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, basically. Like, like the, really hurts him. Basically,
1: pummels all the normal claw around them. Oh, there's a bit of a claw left yeah. around them. They all die
0: straight away. Yeah. Yeah. And like Talos is like spraying bolt fire, and he can't like hit. Her yeah, I think bit. I think it's him, Uzaz, and Syrian yeah. are firing all of their. This is combi bolters These are like two bolt guns, gaffer taped together, <laughs> like Sigourney Weaver in Aliens, unloading. And she's spinning her blade so fast. Yeah, and yeah just, just blocking, away, his yeah. ping all the bullets away. And while she does that, she just launches her trick. What they call trickazette, something like that. They're like a throwing star. Yeah. A it's like, like a bit like, like a shield, and it like, yeah. like crawl yeah. like that weird throwing star. And she <laughs> she's spinning her massive spear around, blocking all the bullets, and she just launches it at Uzaz, and it just clocks him in the, in head. the head. Yeah, and it, it doesn't it doesn't cut into him; it just smashes him with such blunt force. And it's like on it's explained as being like almost on fire. Yeah. It's like a black iron bl- flame. Bl- flame yeah. yeah, and it smashes Uzaz in the face so hard it whiplashes him backwards, and he's in Terminator armor, and she just catches it like fucking Batman <laughs> yeah. um, and I think eventually us they do like clip her, clip her yeah, and that's when she, her and she runs, runs off yeah and he sees a blood trail going out and they're all just like what the fuck <laughs> was that and so then Makushin is like fucking bleeding out everywhere yeah, and coughing yeah. up blood and he's like she's pierced one of my hearts like I'm actually dying um, and then he's ass like they like what was that, and Uzaz like has a moment, which is why we get
1: clarity from Uzaz suddenly. It's where, a, a bang to the head, to bang to the the Yeah, ear. and yeah. he's like, because he's like butchered elder, he's made them talk to them, and he so like, he knows quite a lot about them. And he's like, oh, she's like the the vo- she, he he's the one that tells him she's the void stalker.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it turns out because it gets nodded to quite a few times in other bits of the previous books that Uzaz was really intelligent, and he was a sergeant on his way to being more than a sergeant. Yeah. Really, really smart, smart guy who has fallen down the path of blood and destruction and just no clarity. This seems to have knocked a lot of clarity back into him. Which um, the others find really unnerving. They find it really weird, especially Syrian. Yeah, They find it really bizarre that he's talking totally normally. And like Talos even mentions it, he's like, you're old you. Yeah. Like, you're you again. This is weird. Um, anyway... They they run out of ammo in their combi bolters. They're just like, I think we need to be a bit quicker. So, so they, back they, in their we're we,
1: we've become hunted now. So yeah, we've we become hunted. the hunters.
0: Yeah, we've become hunted. Let's become the hunters. We need to hide better. So they get out. They they spend the next hour getting out of their armor and they take it in turns again. Makushin goes first, and as he gets out of his Terminator armor, just like falls. he falls to his knees. He's like really wounded. He's really fucked. He knows he's gonna die, but he still gets into his power armor, gets loaded up with his heavy bolter and shit. They all get into their armor and then they're like, "Right, we need to move," and it cuts then to
1: Macaria. Well, there's a bit. There's also another bit with um, Varrhol, where he's been listening to all the Elder Vox. Oh, so he yeah. is. They've not run away because Varrhol has been listening because he can speak Elder. Yeah, off-way. all the languages in the world. Yeah. And he,
0: um, well, he notices that the message that he was expecting to hear wasn't what he thought it was. It's, oh fuck, they're desperate to kill Talos. Yes. They but they don't think he's gonna die. He realizes they don't know any prophecy whatsoever. Yeah, just be they just they see a the future where he survives. And basically, he unites their legion and destroys Ulthway. Yeah. So they brick it. That's why they're there. So he's like, right. W3. They're not in here in
1: force. They're here out of desperation. Yeah,
0: they're here because if they don't complete this mission and kill Talos, something's gonna happen to him down the line where Ulthway is wiped out by the Night Lords. Yeah. yeah. So so, but yeah, so you're right, they send... So is like,
1: we're not legging it, we're going to go back, and we need to get Talos. Because... And we need to get him out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We're, going to, we're going to leave with Talos. Um, so then, yeah, and then, as he said... And then it goes, Mercutian... Macarian, uh, Macarian. sorry. Uh, and he's, like, plodding along, he's like, he's Elder, around, I, I come dark. for you. Yeah. And, and, and he, he meets the... Um, he bumps into the lady with one leg, um, and he just spends the entire end of the book protecting her
1: yeah it's really nice he's like telling sort of telling his story to her he's like
0: i'm just gonna
1: i want just gonna let my power pack die down here
0: yeah i could be here for another minute i could be here for another thousand years it depends how long my nuclear pack wants to last (laughs) but he's like um i'll keep you alive yeah
1: i don't need to have a glorious end here i've already had my glorious end yeah i had another one (laughs) yeah another (laughs) one as well so
0: like i'm just happy to like kill elder yeah and And he is literally just mowing down everything that runs at him they're not even denting him, are they? They're just, like, scratching I his arm Yeah,
1: like, it, sometimes they cut, like, a joint and it sparks a bit.
0: But... And he just spins round on his axis. He does actually spin on his axis at one point yeah. and just, like, <laughs> cleans everything out around him. Yeah. It's great. And he's just, like, setting them all on fire with his flamer and gunning. It's just... He's having a great time. Um, and, yeah, he's just protecting that lady while he's at it. Um, and then, yeah, and then we cut back to First Glaw, who are now all back in their... Yeah, it's pretty armor. inspiring, because it goes back to the descriptions of them, and, like, you're like, oh, cool. We get one last... One last full on description of the cracked uh, imperial symbol on his chest and so talus is still aiming to do this like die glorious end so he's like let's end this i was bored of living anyway yeah and they start running <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. start running away from the noise um and um Mercutian's getting slower and weaker he's bleeding out in his armor yeah. and he knows it and he says to them it gets to the point where they're carrying him and he, Literally like other claws, who do in. just run away they do the first claw are loyal they're like no you'll come in they start dragging him and then they get support.
1: i think this is where they start then this is when viral boxes them and goes like tells them what's happening yeah, yeah. and they're like um mccutian's just like mate Talos, you've got to survive so yeah. you've just got to leave me now
0: yeah look do what i was saying Talos. get back to the surface let's get let's get you out of here. i can i can i'll have an honorable death if i help that be, be a thing yeah um and he convinces them to leave him in a corridor, and I pictured it in my head as this really small, narrow yeah, corridor, yeah. kind of like Vasquez in Aliens, where yeah, she's yeah. trapped in the viaduct And he turns around and he's just like, "Let's do this." Yeah. And he just got his <laughs> he heavy hears the her. footsteps of her running and really right. fast, and he just, yeah. I mean, they first of all have kept running; it goes on and what they're running for a lot longer, um and then yeah, and he, he just sees her coming very quickly, and just unloads his heavy bolt at her, and then it cuts and comes yeah, yeah, back yeah, come and back. he's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but and he says that he's clipped her a few times as
1: well with his heavy bolter, but and yeah. then he, she's like got him pinched right, so she just stabs him through with her spear and he does the whole, like grabs the spear and pulls yeah, it closer yeah, 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 into her.
0: Yeah. yeah, so he's trying to get closer and she just rips it back out yeah, of him yeah. and that's that's when like, that's just ripped his organs out the front of him and he falls to his knees and he's, he's completely dying and mm. his vision goes, he gets that grey blanking out to the world and she's like mocking him a little bit and just as she, he, he, he hears a footstep next to his head and she's walking away and she's like mocking him like "Oh, are you like yeah you, you, you scum monkey whatever <laughs> and with the last ounce of strength he pulls his gladius out of his shin and just fucking impales it through her the leg shin,
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <And> it's like <laughs> try, try running, running now that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when she just does one final jab and twists and ends his life and that's the end of he says he dies grinning he dies grinning which is fucking hilarious I love that that he'd impaled it in it twisted and didn't pull it out so she's probably she's probably running around with a fucking knife through her leg (laughs) Um, which helps later um, because she's wounded Um, and then they get the first floor gets to the surface and Talos is like right everyone scatter into the ruins we need to avoid her Mm -hmm. Um, they're they're a couple of minutes away in blackened. they're going to grab us and then we're going to go back to the ship and get out of here um, and they meet up with The Loke- Corifus yeah. is there. He comes to meet up, yeah. and they all go hiding. And
1: then this is this was like the twist of the book for me, yeah, because through. it's hinted previously. We had little scenes where Syrians. We find that he's been going down to eat crew, and there's a bit where the bleeding eyes see him, and they challenge him. Challenge man. him, yeah, like oh, like in you know, the like tweeting bird if, in the yeah, rafters. They're like, like, if
0: you do anything to threaten Talos's structure. We'll Kill you, yeah, yeah, um, and so, um, Uzaz's clarity, yeah, it comes, comes back to and it's like I'm wearing red because of you, yeah. Why have I got sinner's hands? Oh, it's because of you, yeah, you've ruined my life, and it, it basically it pours out of Uzaz, so they've all gone to scatter and hide. And again, Talos's visions are catching up with him, and we remember from back in both the other books, he remembers seeing Uzaz kill Syrian, yeah, he sees him cut his head off. Um so he's always had it worry uh, as a worry in his head that Uzas will kill Syrian. Um and but Uzas is like totally clear and he's like they're up on this rampart trying to hide from yeah, the yeah. Void Stalker and He's like, You How <laughs> fucking dare you? Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing sinners, but you're like the weak you know, one, he wouldn't even admit one. to it. Yeah. yeah, and and he realised he's like, Yes, I've butchered my fair share of career like any other. But I wear I, I I've, I've on i I've always, um, I've always said I've done it. I yeah. didn't do half. I, he was like, "How many do you reckon I've actually done out of the hundreds I've been accused of?" He's like, "I bet it's not even half. I bet the other half was you, Syrian." Yeah, and Syrians like,
1: "Yeah, <laughs> so what?" You damn.
0: It's like, yeah, you. He's like he's
1: like you damaged you basically damaged me in front of the legion in front of Talos you made me this like monster yeah. and he yeah. like, he's like you damaged yourself in their eyes forever screaming about your blood god
0: yeah and um, just as he does that he does a bit of a hand solo shoots first where Syrian whips out of his sword
1: yeah I think there's a bit where like he's like I don't. I think he says, "Actually, I'm not going to kill you.
0: I want, I just want, I want to you to confess, confess to Talos, Talos, and you wear the sinner's red." Yeah. Um, and the Syrian whips his sword out and tries to cut Uzaz's throat, but Uzaz is too quick for it. Moves out the way of the swing, and they're up on a fucking huge rampart. and, and He just, just fucking just fall boots fall him down, off. Yeah. He kicks him off. Oh yeah, yeah. He kicks Syrian in the chest, straight off this fucking rampart. God knows how far. And Syrian lands in rubble, and he's buried to his waist. And he can't pull himself out, and his ass just comes up to him, and he's like, got his chain axe, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking end you now, you piece of shit. And as he lifts his axe up to swing down and kill Syrian, who's dazed and confused and doesn't know what's going on, um, a big fucking power sword just explodes out of his chest, yeah. and he looks down at it and finds it really funny. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, finally it's happened, <laughs> and the sword sucks back out of him, and Thanos just rages at yeah i'm like because i could have killed I, you years ago you piece yeah. of shit
1: yeah. so this is where the vision yeah Talos had that vision and he's like oh it's on here not on kreif yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like,
0: so that's why Talos was there to save yeah. syrian is because he, he he saw this whole thing play out already and that's the sad bit is um, his did nothing wrong Uzaz well, didn't <laughs> do the things he was accused of wrong um yeah and so syrian and uh Talos and Vryal head back to the ship because um, it's arrived and as they get there they're chatting away and uh, Vryal is chatting and suddenly his legs just explode <laughs> out yeah, from yeah, under yeah. and Vryal's legs are completely chopped off completely gone he's got no legs and there's the Stalker, and it's just Syrian and Talos and and Lecorifus oh and Lecorifus yeah and they all Jump her and try and fight her, and she pretty quickly the Corophus and puts him out of action. Yeah. She throws her spinning star thing, black thing, yeah, and just, at lat- Syrian. At Syrian, and it goes into his chest and like Melt. motor trade, <laughs> like fucks his chest up and rips his organs out, and he just falls to the floor dying. Um, and then Talos, she skews through the heart, if I remember. Yes. Yeah. She pierces him mm-hmm. through the heart, and then he. He cuts her. or he, She gets so hurt she runs away. They have fucked her up and she needs to leave. Um, but Talos goes over to Syrian, and Syrian is... Yeah, so to,
1: this is a bit where... Yeah, so he's in, he's injured her again, but his sword broken. He's like completely yeah. fucked. And then this is the bit where you see in the prologue, he clicks in where he's yeah. like, on the battlements it's raining yeah. and she's next to him. Yeah, yeah. And then he just starts laughing as Septimus comes up in the Thunderhorn yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like starts
0: blasting yeah, yeah, her with yeah, a heavy yeah. bolt and she runs away but he she runs away and he doesn't chase after straight away like it does in the prologue because he goes back to syrian and ryle and he checks on the Corophus. who's yeah. out cold well we don't we, know we pres- he she's been he- skilled she's skilled him twice yeah to make so sure i think he, he
1: um taos thinks he's dead you yeah think,
0: and then syrian's dying syrian's dying and he goes and talks to syrian yeah and he says to syrian like um i know syrian says don't don't let Varile take my gene seed. Yeah, It's tainted. And Talos is like, basically kind of like, okay. <laughs> like, so he didn't realise how, Yeah. yeah. Syrian knows he's fucked up and he's fallen to Slanesh quite heavily. He doesn't want his gene seed tainted lesion. But then, and then he dies. Uh, well, Talos is like, I'm going to take this. And Syrian laughs at that he's taking all of these grenades off of him and yeah. taking all his ammo. So Vry- Talos is going around collecting all of these explosives. And Syrian dies. And with it, the biggest fucking shame of the book which is you ne- Talos never finds out that Jesus yeah, yeah. was um, not guilty for what he got his sin <laughs> for it's really sad yeah, like, yeah you feel really like the Talos, Talos, Talos you know Talos thinks he was a scumbag he wasn't as bad as you think like Syrian was worse um, but anyway yeah and he goes up to Vareil and he's like Vareil's like I'm fa- I'll be fine it's like, I've stabilised myself. Yeah. I feel fine. I, I I've would, just not got any legs. I out, yeah. yeah. So, Varile's quite happy to just sit on the ship and wait. Someone will come for me, basically. He's so, like, yeah.
1: for your screams and that the le- someone from the Legion will come.
0: Yeah, yeah, so he just sits there and waits. Um, and, yeah, Talos takes his grenades and ammo as well. He's like, you don't need these. And Varile gets annoyed at being touched. I really like that, but he's yeah. like, fucking stop touching me. <laughs> like, so he takes all of his grenades off of him. And then he goes and hunts down the Void Stalker, and again it cuts to no fight.
1: Yeah,
0: it does that thing again, which I really like. Where it cuts to, um, they're not even. It doesn't show any fighting. It's just Talos, pretty battered, and the Void Stalker is quite hurt by this point. I think he's cut her arm off. Yeah, yes, yeah, so he did in the first fight. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he managed to cut her arm off at the elbow, which is why she ran away. Uh, but it, Talos is. Right near death's door, he's bleeding out, he's lost... One heart doesn't work. His lungs are punctured. I think his face is completely fucked as Mm. well. Like, he's lost an eye and all this shit. And he's coughing up blood. And as one last hurrah, he just makes sure she's close enough as he releases it. I think she
1: spears him again, doesn't she? Yeah, she
0: spears him and he grabs it, pulls her in and just drops a grenade. And he's covered in grenades. And I think he said that he died as he, like... He, um, he uh he died as he lived uh just oh, what is it? staring silently up at the world or something yeah um but yeah we uh that is the end of Talos Talos dies killing well does he kill her uh was it say Talos oh
1: we it's like Talos Valcron of Nostramo died much the same way he'd been born with black eyes open staring at the world around and silence
0: on his lips yeah it's fucking heavy R.I.P. Talos. So Talos does die. He he dies, taking her out. She does. Does she die then, or that is the end of her as well? Yeah, like she just gets. She's like a charred corpse in yeah. the corner. Yeah, and that's it. Um, that's the end of that chapter of. Well, the, is, and we, the, we also again. find
1: Macarien and like Michaelian sort of then he trots up out of the surface. Yeah. And he's like totally battered dreadnought. Yeah. And he just sees um, Talos. And he says. And she asked, the human woman was like, oh, what will you do now? And he says, oh, I, I, I have to finish everything for that boy.
0: Yeah, so he's like picking up the mantle for, he realises what Talos has done. And it's just like, oh, man, it's gone full circle. Yeah. Like he's going to pick the chapter back up and pick up his legion, which is fucking great. Um, so that that's the end of Talos's arc, really. Um, and we get an amazing, amazing prologue. Um, where it cuts to... Epilogue. Uh, epilogue, sorry. Um, it must be... There's three of them, isn't it? There's one where it's all about the world, and you just, like, box chatter from all the world from the yeah. beak, and or all like... And they're like, oh, where is it coming from? Oh, it's coming from here. Let's go and investigate, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Then it cuts to uh, Septimus and Octavia, um, where we find out their real names, which I cannot remember for the life of me. Can you... Uh,
1: well, Octavia is
0: Iridus. Iridus. And... and he is Coref. Koref, we find out Septimus' real name is Koref. So they're on, they're on like a slave ship and then like... So what they did is they took the ship, flew to one of the nearest cities on the planet and waited for the Imperial relief yeah. because of the beacons. And um, Septimus takes up a job as a labourer to so that they can embed themselves into the Imperial society and yes, hide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Octavia has the same nightmare every night of waking up to Viriel appearing in front of her. Because, as we knew, she's pregnant, and he threatened her. And Talos said, when two Septimus and Octavia, when he let them go, whatever you do, keep running, because Viriel will come for your baby. Yeah,
1: because he wants. Basically, he's got. Th- he knows that if he gets Talos... He- Talos has blown himself up as well because he doesn't want the gene seed. Yeah. His gene seed to be taken because he knows if Ryle gets his gene seed and puts it into someone who won't reject it, yeah. he'll be like the
0: ultimate prophecy. Yeah, like. yeah. So he... Yeah, so their, their story ends with them waiting relief from an Imperial ship. And they made a new friend while they were waiting, which is the lady with the metal leg. The, yes, she, yeah. She's with them. She's yeah. been helping look after the baby. Yeah. Um, which is a lovely little tied-up knot. That she survived, but, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, the, those three human characters that are made onto the planet are, are, are there. Never find out what happens to Deltran, but in the final prologue, we're introduced to a new character. We're introduced, well, it's called Epilogue Terturus, Prophet of the Eighth Legion, and you're like, Prophet, prophet of the Eighth Legion, hang on, didn't he just die? Yeah, and it, so, and the
1: whole way through this, it just calls, says the Prophet. Yeah, the he's prophet. referred to
0: as the Prophet,
1: and... There's, like, a meeting of all, like, the claws
0: and, like, other groups of night lords. They've all come together in one place, and this one place is just before the battle of Cadia. Yeah, and... This um, is as Abaddon's about to go and take Cadia, which is very close to where we are now in the history. Yeah.
1: And we, we see that goes the prophet walked down, and he was met by he' like, Oh, oh Le- Lecorophus is walking upright. Yeah,
0: and he's alive? Wow, okay. Lecorophus
1: is walking around upright, and he's alive. And then we're um, also introduced to Malik and Garridan, the Atramenta Terminators. Where the fuck have they been? Yeah, and then there's introduced like a whole. says so like, oh. It's
0: they like, actually joke about it. They're like, oh, you think we joined the Red Crosses? Cross yeah. As if you, if you only knew what we were up to. So there's like. They, there's a whole story there that I'd yeah. love to know. Um, and last but not least, Varile. Yeah. This is the prophet of the Legion's claw, essentially. Like, these are his first men. They're walking with him. And was asking him pretty mundane questions about, like, oh, uh, you'll be pleased to know that the newest batch of recruits are great. Um, i had good success rates. And then the office drops. He's like, yep, newest inductees into, blood, uh, into the bleeding eyes. I'm now at 300. Yeah. The 300 bleeding eyes. It's like, what have they been up to? Um, so Talos' initial plans are paying off like clearly seems like he's rebuilt a legion a little bit um but I guess some of you are thinking uh, who the fuck is this prophet
1: so then there's a, yeah in this meeting all the calls are like challenging manages. him and he's like you will die this way you will die this way like if we do what Abaddon says half of you will die yeah and he like clinically says you die this way this way this yeah. way. And one and of them like... challenges him
0: one of uh, a raptor yeah in silver blue armor and he goes well I know you're gonna die very soon and he's like, "Who the fuck do you think you are, prophet?" And his head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the Atramentas just standing there with his combi <laughs> bolter just looking at him. Um, and and uh, all the Clawmasters back away a little bit, like, "Who the fuck is this prophet?" And
1: like, he's standing next to the Atramenta, which is a sign we, of,
0: as we know from previous the book,
1: they would only usually unite for someone big like Sebatar yeah. or Talos.
0: Yeah, and so we finally find out who this is, and we're given we're given a description. He takes off a winged helmet with a mark rune on the forehead and places it on the table. And he's got a really young face. He looks far too young to be a legionnaire of the heresy. Um, yeah, and he said, you're not Talos. Is this is yeah, a trick or Because they think Talos might be alive because yeah. they've heard his prophet. And they're like, you're not Talos. You're definitely not Talos. And they describe his armour very quickly. He's wearing um, a, a, a chess piece with a broken aquila. Yeah. He's got a um, flayed skin cloak. He's got little bits of every member of First Claw. Yeah,
1: the Prophet's Helm was studded, a brutal affair with a skull-painted faceplate, sweeping ceremonial, ceremonial legion wings, raising up into a crest. The skull's eyes were uh, black, with black lightning bolts coming down. Like his eyes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's got these little nods to all the original members of First Claw. Um, and he's got a clearly newly reforged power sword because uh aroma was yeah. gold and it changes and this colour, one is point. now yeah. silver because it's being reforged and he puts his helmet on the desk and he introduces himself as decimus <laughs> da, da, da. prophet of the eighth legion yeah and i didn't pick it up in the first book what decimus came when i first read it sorry decimus that's the tenth, the tenth that's the tenth slave which is bittersweet it's cool that he's called the tenth but We've had the eighth and the seventh, which is Septimus and Octavia. We had and the ninth, ninth was which Malik. was Malik from was Mal- Marik? No, Malik. Marik, yeah. Marik from the second book who met a grizzly end. So tenth implies to me, because Varile kept still calling Octavia and Septimus a slave, that's their child. <laughs> yeah. It's not being confirmed, but it is immensely likely that he is. A I slave. mean, yeah, yeah, I think so immensely I think, likely. Insinuated from the
1: book, insinuated from I
0: think ADB is. He's got dark black hair. He's pale. Yeah, he's talked about it as well in other things. Yeah. But. So, sadly, Varyal at some point does find Septimus and Octavia. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Take they, their fucking baby yeah. and make him a legionnaire, and not only a legionnaire—the one that unites the Night Lords. The ultimate pretty grim uh, profit, ending, yeah. if I'm honest. Like it's it's bittersweet for me because you kind of want Octavia and Septimus to go and live happily ever after, but but you kind of want Talos back. So yeah You kind of want got... Talos back, and this isn't this is basically Talon, his thing. Yeah, yeah. A, better, a better Talos, really. Yeah, so that's the end of the book. They unite and um, they agree to go on. Well, he says to them, "We're gonna go join a bad and we're gonna fucking fuck up the Imperium, and I know how we're gonna do it." Um, So, yeah, that's the end of the book. And I think
1: it's insinuated that he's going to fuck up the Elder first.
0: Yeah, well, he says, you know, um, I know how I'm going to destroy the way. And Aaron Dembski-Bowden's come out recently and said, I'd love to fucking do it. He's like, I know how I'd do it. I reckon he'd go do it. Something would go wrong and they'd all run away, (laughs) which I thought was really funny. Um, So, yeah, that rounds off what I think is the best set of books in Black Library, in my opinion. I've read a lot of them, but it's so good. Um... How should we wrap this up? I mean, it's hard. Yeah, I mean,
1: definitely reading this book, especially it was my first time reading it. I was like, sometimes I had to like think about, oh shit, I need to make notes because yeah. I just read like the whole sections of it and be like, <laughs> oh crap, just get yeah. so into it. It's it's yeah, it's a great series of books. I mean, definitely makes you think differently about Chaos Space Marines, mm-hmm. makes you think differently about Night Lords, makes you think differently about a lot of like. Of the world as well, yeah. in general. Yeah,
0: Aaron dempsey is was really good at going, oh, you really think this thing about that? Cool, I'm going to make you think a bit differently. Yeah, oh, space marines are so good, aren't they great? It's like, yeah, but they did just land on a spaceship full of people and just start butchering them.
1: Yeah.
0: Regardless, these people aren't good or bad, they're just on a ship because that's the one they happen to be born on, most <laughs> likely. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, everything's grey. <laughs> I mean, yes, the Night Lords are a little bit more evil, but I wouldn't say the Imperium are any better. No. Like, they're just less evil but they're not nice um but yeah yeah thoroughly mm. enjoyed it's a great 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 trilogy um i guess we should wrap up this slightly longer episode than normal with um what we're doing next
1: yeah so you may have uh i hinted slightly on instagram with a picture of a certain model i bought which mm. was a hint to what we uh might be doing next so we will be doing eisenhorn the first one yeah Xenos.
0: Yeah, which I've already started reading. Um, I've been powering through it. Um I'm I you know, I don't know why. It's one of those books I've just never bought. I yeah. of passed by. I knew about it. I remember the model coming out back in the day for Inquisitor. I remember playing a game with it, not really mm. knowing who he was. But um didn't even know it was first person. Yeah, that three years. picked me. up and I was like, Oh wow, it's all in first point of view. Yeah. Like I haven't read a book like that in years. That's why I thought but, you know,
1: that it. Breaks the third wall as well. <laughs> yeah, loads, loads. He talks to you a lot.
0: Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll go into that in our next episode. So yeah, we'll be covering... But I know it's, like, it's a classic for a lot of people. And it, obviously the model was used for the anniversary. So yeah. obviously
1: it's a big book for Black Library. Yeah, it and... kind
0: of, yeah. So and it's nice to jump on a new writer as well. You know, We've had three episodes dedicated to ADB. So next up is probably my favourite, Dan Abnett. I mean, he's, fucking, he's defined a lot of this universe yeah. with his books. Um, so yeah, very excited. I don't think we're going to do all the Eisenhorn books in a row like we have done just now this for uh, for me anyway I'm sure you feel the same doing these three books as an opening trilogy was a way to Get open, started. Our podcast, yeah, yeah. open our podcasting world what we're going to do from now on is we're just going to pick books ad hoc so we're probably going to do Zenos um, Eisenhorn then maybe go do something else and then something else and just keep moving around. We'll, I'm sure we'll cover the trilogy eventually, but yeah, I'd, let's break to it up what, a bit. Yeah,
1: what people think though as well. If you yeah. Tell us what you, tell us books you suggest, what we could follow up with. Yeah, that's what we
0: really want. We I really want people to say to us, oh, could you please review, I don't know, Legions of Nagash. I, I want a Warhammer story. Because, you know, I've got a big habit of just living in the world of Horus Heresy. I mean, I've just spent three months doing nothing but read about night
1: lords.
0: Yeah. So I need to break it apart, but I know what I'll do. I'll just retreat back to Horus Heresy and probably read about them there. (laughs) So yeah, please do give us some guidance on what you'd like to hear. Um, But yeah, that's it from me, I think. It's been a long episode. Ready to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in this one though. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. Do contact us on um, email, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We'd love to hear back about what you guys think of the opening trilogy. Um, who knows, one day we might be lucky enough to get ADB on and do a special, but we shall see. That'd be the dream, Yeah, you right? just rip us apart. Yeah. You, you got, got it this all wrong, you on. got this wrong. That's not what I mean yeah. to talk. Yeah, they're all assholes. What are you on about? They're the best guys ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening and we'll be back next month with Eisenhorn. Night. Please. Please.